1230 KHAS. And we're back at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota, here this afternoon, getting set for the men's game between Hastings College and 15th-ranked Dakota Westland as we spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Bill Gavers and coached a Picked up a nice win the other day, and now a, a game on the road to finish out the regular season. Great chance for you to uh, build, build some momentum for the conference tournament. Yeah, great opportunity. The win the other night was huge. Just to get confidence, you know, mojo back, all that sort of stuff. And then we're going to play on the road in the conference tournament, looks like. It just depends where. So the ability to go on the road, focus, get yourself ready to play, uh, is going to be huge because that's what we're going to do on the, in the conference tournament. So this is a good prep for us. You guys are sitting at 17 and 11 in the season, 10 and 9 in the conference. But as you look back over the entire season, we missed an opportunity to uh, really be the in the upper tier of this conference. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few games our guys would like to have back. At the same time, you know, we've won some close games. I mean, a lot of the games have come down to the end. You look at Dak West, we beat him 83-82 uh, the first time. We hit a three at the buzzer against Dort to send it to overtime and win. Um, the other night, we win by two against Midland. And then we've had some close losses. So uh, the league is like that. The game Games are tough. You know, they come down the last four or five minutes where you got to execute things down the stretch and make plays. What about the game the other day, 83-81 over Midland? was just a tough game. We found a way to win it at the end. You know, I really felt like our post guys battled hard inside, did a nice job on Bryant Starkle. I think Starkle had one point at halftime. And then, you know, he only gets six shot attempts. He shoots six for six from the field. Uh, and so I thought we got around well. I thought we helped well. We ran some double teams at him. I thought our rotations were pretty good. And Midland's a tough cover because those bigs can score. And then they got three-point shooters on the outside. And then at the end of the game, you know, David Plain, I thought, was great first half. I mean, he scored. We shot 36%, largely because we missed four uncontested layups in the first half. Otherwise, we're shooting 48%. Uh, but David really played well the first half, kept us in it offensively. And then the last stretch, Musel just played extremely well, played with a lot of confidence, made big shots. Just kind of took the team on his shoulders, something you've kind of been looking for the last couple of weeks, to a player to, to do that in that spot. Yeah, Muse really did. And, uh, you know, it all goes back to his preparation. This kid... You know, you talk about May, June, July, August. This kid prepares, he trains, he he runs, he lifts, he works on his game. Uh, he's improved his game. He's able to put it on the floor better than he did a year ago. He has a pull-up jump shot. He obviously has deep range. Uh, he can finish at the rim with his left hand and with his right hand. So uh, it's good to see him break out like that in a big game late in the year because his confidence is high and he's never afraid of the moment. He's been, uh, I wouldn't call it a slump, but he hasn't been uh, like to the forefront here the past couple of weeks. Right, you know, and... and you know, we've talked to Muse about this. We've talked to Jake Hansen about this. Those guys are now sophomores in the league, so people know they can shoot the ball. Well, guess what? Now they're going to try to face guard you. They're going to try to make it harder on you. That's why you've got to diversify your game, and I think both guys have done that. Uh, Muse was spectacular down the stretch uh, against Midland, and there's no other word to describe it. 36% in the first half. You turn it around 63% in the second half. What happened there? You know, Mike, like I said, we, we truly just missed four layups the first half, and they weren't difficult ones. One was in transition with nobody guarding us. You know, two other other ones were easy, and the fourth one was probably challenged a little bit. So, you know, when you miss, it doesn't seem like much. You say, well, it's just four shots. Yeah, but I looked at our percentage. We would have been 48% from the field had we converted those. Second half, we really executed well. You know, we started running a little five out with our guys where we're doing cutters. We tried to space the floor to get Bryant and Starkle away from the rim. Then we ran a little triangle offense with uh, Ferguson, Clemens, and Bloom largely in there, and those three guys play well together inside. I thought our execution was really at a high level in the second half. So now it's uh, on to uh, Dakota Westland here this afternoon, a team that's uh, very good, 21-8 and eight on the season, 13-6 and six in the conference. They look to finish out the, their season strong as well. It gets a uh, 
an opponent today, and we are going to have a full house here, usually at the, the Corn Palace. Oh, it's a great atmosphere. You know, our guys will love playing in this because you go on the road, it's packed. The people in Mitchell are passionate about their basketball, and so it's a fun environment. It's very similar to playing at Dort, except it's a little bigger building. Um, they'll be angry because, you know, they came in here and we beat them 83-82. So it's a great challenge for our guys that rank 15th or 16th nationally. Uh, Trey Berg is an outstanding player. Now, he didn't play the last game, but, you know, I, I believe he'll play on Saturday. I don't know what it is, if it's an injury or, or what it might be. Uh, he's averaging 22.2 points per game. They're very balanced offensively, but we do feel on the other end of the floor they don't play a lot of guys, and so if we can attack the basket and go right at them uh, and get them in foul trouble, and they don't look like they really want to foul, so we should get some high percentage shots. Trey Berg, he's a, a great three-point shooter, 41% from the arc. He's thrown up 259 threes, so... If they're going to fire it up, he'll, he'll probably be the one pulling the trigger. Well, he will, and then you'll remember Miller had 30 here. I mean, he can flat out shoot the ball. Trey just does a great job. He, he's a good example for all young players. Most players want to play with the ball in their hands, but he moves without the ball, and the ball comes back to him. So he's setting screens, he's coming off screens, and he's got deep range, so you have to honor that. The last time we played, Muse guarded him a lot of the game, and I think Berg maybe didn't make a three or made one three or was 0 for 7 or something like that. Now, it taxed Muse a little bit because offensively he struggled that game, but we talked to him about that's an incredibly valuable thing for you to go go and shut down the other team's best player. Uh, so don't get down about, hey, I didn't have a good offensive night. You contributed to the win huge by Garden Berg. You mentioned Miller. What do we do differently on him today? You know, you got to get out and challenge a shot. He, he's very versatile. A year ago, he was a standstill shooter on the perimeter. Now he comes off screens or set screens, then he goes on the block. If he feels like he's got to match up a smaller guy, he'll go right to the post and he'll try to attack you inside. Uh, we're going to try to front him, get around him like we did the other night with their bigs, not let direct catches come, have backside help. I think there are a couple guys in their lineup that you can help off of and have lob help responsibility. So we'll have to be very detailed in executing that. Yeah, they got a couple other guys that's a. Uh... Averaging in double figures, that can, that can kill us just as well as those other two guys. Tate Martin makes them go, Mike, and, and you have to keep him in front of you. You have to keep him out of the paint. He has a phenomenal assist-to-turnover ratio. It's 3-1 to one or close to 4-1 to one or something like that, so he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. He pushes the ball in transition. He makes good decisions. He can shoot the ball, so you got to be alert to him. Uh, it is, you know, we've talked about this before. We've actually used the term the three-headed monster. You know, you got Bird, Martin, Miller. Those guys can really hurt you. And then Vandenberg can really shoot the ball. He's capable of going off as well. Why were we successful the first time around? You know, Mike, we back then, you know, we had played Valley City State. We had played Bellevue. We had some mojo. Uh, I just think our def- our defense was really good that game. We made things tough. That's as tough a night as Burgess probably had all year. I thought our guys were really locked in on the game plan. And then we executed just enough offensively. I think we can execute better offensively uh, Saturday than we did the first time we played them, and we're probably going to have to. Did you say, do we play these guys the same way? Oh, we do a lot of the similar things. Now, will they make some adjustments? I, they kind of do what they do. They run some ball screen, flare screen stuff. Uh, they run some cross screen, down screen for Bird. Uh, they run some staggered screens for him. They post Miller some. They're not going to change what they do. They're not going to change their identity. So we just have to do the common things uncommonly well. And I thought the first time we played them, we did those things well. The GPAC uh, tournament next week, and like you said, we'll be on the road uh, for the duration of the tournament. Is this a team that can uh, win three games on a road? I don't. I think there's no doubt that we can. I think Saturday's really important from the standpoint of it's a long trip. Are we able to focus? Are we able to get in and do our shoot around and have the necessary pop 
And then we're playing a very good basketball team that doesn't lose a lot in the Corn Palace. So if we can go there, play well, get the job done, I think it gives you a lot of confidence going into that conference tournament. All right, good luck today. Thanks, Mike. Bill Gabers, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around, starting Lennox and the play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan today on 1230 KHS. Play ball! Great feeling and solid hitting. Start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rippet, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. KHAS. Back here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota, getting sent for the men's game here this afternoon between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. Broncos are sitting at 17 and 11 on the season. They are 10 and 9 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dakota Wesleyan ranked number 15 of the country. They are 21 and 8 overall, 13 and 6 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They lost to Hastings earlier this year by a score of 83 to 82. We'll get you the starting lineups now. Brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Terrell Newton getting a start for Dakota Wesleyan. Six foot five, a senior from Huron, South Dakota. Averaging 7.4 points per ball game. Jade Miller, a six foot four and senior from Mitchell, South Dakota. Averaging 15 per ball game. Kellen Barden is a six foot eight inch freshman from Whitewood, South Dakota. He's averaging five points per ball game. Trey Berg is a six foot one inch senior from Crick, South Dakota. Berg is averaging right now, let's see, they got him at 22.2 points per ball game. And Tate Martin, a five foot 11 inch redshirt freshman from Mitchell, South Dakota, averaging 14.6 per ball game. Hastings will go with Kendall Ferguson. Six foot five, a senior out of Kimball. Zach Clemens, six foot four, a senior out of Scotts Bluff. Connor Musel, six foot one, sophomore out of Lincoln. David Plain, five foot eight, and senior from Chicago. Carson Bloom, five foot ten, and senior out of Midden. Starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Now with three locations: 2815 Osborne Drive West, 320 South Burlington, and 322 North St. Joe. Hastings Five Points Bank, the better bank member, FDIC. So Dakota Wesleyan wins the uh, women's ball game earlier. And now the men's contest is a very good basketball team. Dakota Wesleyan, third in the conference as far as uh, offensive production is concerned. They are averaging 89.1 points per ball game, but they give up, up, uh, give up a lot on defense as well, 82.3. He seems to try to take advantage of that. Obviously, Trey Berg is their number one focus here today. Trey Berg averaging 22.2 points per ball game. He is third in the conference in the number of three-pointers made here this year. Tip is in the air, and the ball is controlled by Dakota Wesleyan, dressed in their white and blue uniforms here this afternoon. 
There's a long-range jumper around for the bat there by Jade Miller. No good. Rebound, Hastings. Kendall Ferguson with a rebound and pass down the near sideline. is tipped and intercepted. Hastings turns it over on their opening possession here this afternoon. Running back the other way is going to be Tate Martin. These guys don't play a lot of guys. We'll probably see about eight guys in the lineup here for uh, Dakota Wesley here today. Berg underneath the basket. Goes down in the corner to Spicer. Now to Berg. Throws up a three. No good. Rebound comes down to Musel. So Connor Musel has got the ball just underway here in the uh, men's ball game. Here's Zach Clemens with the ball. He drives it toward the rack for Hastings and scores. Zach Clemens takes it from the corner and scores. And Hastings is out on top here in this one by a score of two to nothing. Just underway at the Corn Palace here this afternoon. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan back with the ball. Hastings will be in a man-to-man defense. Circling around is going to be Tate Martin. Martin moves it over to Jade Miller. Moves it down in the baseline. There's a pass in the wind. It's going to be deflected away. It is loose. It comes rolling out here to a Newton. Newton has got the ball. Takes it to the free throw line. Bounce pass down low. is lost out of bounds. Trying to get the ball to Trey Berg. And the ball is lost out of bounds. A turnover on DWU. Hastings will come back with the basketball. A better than the ball game here today. Two to nothing is the score. Hastings has got the lead. David Plain gets it to a Zach Clemens. Down to Ferguson. Free throw line extended right side. Back out on top. Carson Bloom to a David Plain. Cranks up a three-pointer. Shots off of the mark. No good. Ferguson tries to save it. He does. Nice save to Bloom. Carson, two-headed pass. Comes out to Connor Musel. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Musel just inside the ring. Fires up a long-range jumper. It's good. Connor Musel scores on a nice save there by... Ferguson of Hastings and the Broncos have scored the first two field goals in the ballgame. 4 to nothing is the score. Here's Tate Martin with the ball now for DWU. Brings it into the offensive zone to Trey Berg. Now to Martin. Cranks up the three over playing. His shot is up there. No good. Hastings right there with the rebound. Ferguson down the far sideline. Now to Carson Bloom. Back to the center of the floor. Takes it to the hole and misses the shot. Rebound comes down here to a Newton now for Dakota Wesleyan. Off to Tate Martin as he hustles back the other way to Newton. Now to Jade Miller. Shot for three is up there. That one is no good. Rebound comes down to Ferguson of Hastings. Ferguson moves it along the new sideline. Carson Bloom now to Connor Musel. Connor open for three. Takes a shot. It misses that one. Rebound tapped around. It's picked up here by Newton in the lane. Newton hands it away to Tate Martin. Here come the Tigers now. Tate Martin drives the ball against David Plain. Leaves it for Berg on the baseline. Drives. The shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Zach Clemens. Clemens has got it for Hastings down the far sideline again. Here's Bloom in the lane to Ferguson. His shot no good. Rebound is uh, battled for. Musel picks it back up to Plain. Plain gets it back outside to Bloom. He drives his shot no good. Rebound comes down here to a Newton. Everybody's missing everything here in the first couple of minutes of this ballgame. Four to nothing is the score. Hastings is out on top. Here comes uh, Dakota Wesley back with the ball. Tate Martin on the deep wing on the left side. Lobs it inside. Going for the hole. Being tripped on a play is Musel. And he... Gets it with a personal foul. Jade Miller was going for the hole, and Musel tripped him. Connor Musel picks up his first personal foul. Team foul number one on Eastings. Trey Vandenberg into the ball game now for Dakota Wesley. They just lobbed the ball to him right in front of the basket, and he scores. So Vandenberg just checks in there. They get him the ball, and he drops it down through the hole. Four to two is the score now. Hastings. Is out on top here in the ball game. David playing with the ball for the Broncos. Top of the key. Zach Clemens has got it down to Carson Bloom. Dakota Westland is in a man-to-man defense. David playing top of the key. Wanted to pull the trigger. He does not go to Carson Bloom on the wing. Not a musel. Inside to Ferguson. Wheeling puts up a shot and scores. Kendall Ferguson scores for Hastings. And the Broncos are out on top. Six to two here in this one. Here comes Tate Martin. Down the far sideline now for 
Dakota Wesleyan. Great crowd on hand here for this final home game of the regular season for Dakota Wesleyan here in Mitchell. Here's Newton with the ball on a deep wing. Comes out here to a Tate Martin. Martin out to Jade Miller to the far sideline. Vandenberg, he holds it. Goes inside now, wheeling in the lane there and putting up a shot short. No good by Spicer. Rebound comes down to Ferguson of Hastings. Ferguson gets it away to the far sideline. Here's Carson Bloom. Brings it back to the center of the floor. Now to Ferguson. Holds it. Now David Plain, top of the key. Man-to-man defense here for the Tigers. David Plain goes to Ferguson, top of the key. Hands it away down to Carson Bloom. Drives it down the right side of the lane. Jump pass back out on top. Here's Zach Clemens. He'll drive it down the right side of the lane to the goal. He goes and his shot is up there and in. Zach Clemens scores. That's his second field goal of the ballgame. Hastings out on top of Dakota Wesley. An 8-2 early in this ballgame. There's a Newton with the ball again. They go inside. That's going to be Spicer with the ball. Spicer backs up against Musel. The ball is going to be knocked loose. Spicer picks it back up. Comes out here to Martin. His shot from the free throw line is up there. No good. Battle for the rebound. Ferguson grabs it for Hastings. Gets the pass ahead now to David Plain. Free throw line jumper is up there. It's partially deflected by Martin. Tate Martin grabs the ball back for the Tigers coming back the other way. Martin gets it to Spicer. Cross-court pass goes to the far side. Mishandled over there. They pick her back up. Down to a Newton out here to a Vandenberg. Back to the left side. Jaden Miller has got it. Works the ball to the left side of the lane. That's going to be uh, Spicer with the ball. Comes back out here to the top of the key to Martin. Down in the corner. A long-range three is put up there and in. Jaden Miller hits a three from deep in the right corner. Gets the Tigers back to within three points here. Eight to five was the score. 14-40 to play here in the first half. Hastings back with the ball. Carson Bloom drives it down the right side of the lane. He's cut off by Spicer. Ferguson at the free throw line. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Miller. Jade Miller has got it down for the Tigers. Running back the other way is Tate Martin now as he gets into the offensive zone. Gets it away to Spicer. Down to Martin. Right side of the lane. That's going to be Newton with the ball. Now they get it to Spicer. Back outside to Newton. Cranks up a long-range jumper. It's up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Carson Bloom. Bloom for Hastings running back the other way. Moves it to the far side of the floor. On the wing. Moves it down there to uh, Zach Clemens. Now to a Bloom. Takes the three. His shot's up there and hits it over Jade Miller. Carson Bloom hits a three-pointer. And a timeout. DWU. Hastings is out on top six minutes into the ballgame. We've got a timeout. 14 minutes to play. Here in the first half, it's Hastings 11, Dakota Wesleyan 5. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Back at the Gordon Palace. It's going to be a busy place here today. There's actually some uh, basketball games scheduled for uh, this joint after we get done here this afternoon. Here's Dakota Wesleyan coming back into their offensive zone, and they pick up a personal foul. Foul here will go on Hastings. It's going to go on... Drew Callahan, who just came into the ball game, they'll inbound the ball. Here's a shot from Berg for three. It's good. Trey Berg off the inbound. He did not play in their last ball game they had last week, but he's back in there today, and he hits a three-pointer here in the first half. Pulls the Tigers back to within three points here. It's 11-8. to eight. Hastings with the ball. 
At the free throw line, they give it up now to Rich Williams. He fires up a shot. It's going to be up there. No good. Rebound battle for us. Brought down here by Dakota Wesleyan. John Harmoning, who's into the ball game now, grabs the rebound. Trey Berg has got it now. Tate Martin for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Bloom. It's like a hockey match. We come back the other way. Carson Bloom spins at the free throw line. Down the lane. He goes. He stripped to the ball, and a foul is going to be called. Trey Vandenberg picks up the personal foul for Dakota Wesley, and that's going to be his first. That's going to send Bloom to the free throw line now for Hastings. Tyler Hedlund is into the ball game here for Hastings, a six foot two inch sophomore out of Albion. So he's seeing some uh, early playing time here today for Hastings. Tyler Hedlund, shot is up there. It's going to be good. Carson Bloom, it's his first free throw. Sometimes coaches just know. We have not seen Tyler Hedlund in a long, long time on the floor. And all of a sudden, he's here in the first seven minutes of the ballgame. Here's the second shot. It's up there and in by Carson Bloom. So he sings now with a 13 to 8 advantage here over Dakota Wesleyan. Tate Martin with the ball. He gets away and goes all the way to the hole. Shot's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Drew Callahan. Callahan. Now to Bloom to a wide open Williams for three. Shot is up there. No good. Down for the rebound. We got a foul called. Got to go on Dakota Wesleyan. Creighton Burr is also in the ball game here for Hastings. Personal foul is going to be called on Burr. That's going to be his first. So the foul went against Hastings. Dakota Wesleyan will come back with the ball. 12 minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the first half. 13 to 8. Dakota Wesleyan trailing Hastings here in this one. Tigers have the ball on their offensive end. With the ball is going to be uh, Jaden Miller. Moves it down in the corner. Now entry pass inside down on the baseline. A shot is up there. It's good, but it won't count. A traveling violation on Jaden Miller. Miller got it in a low block to the right side. Trying to put a move on Drew Callahan. And Miller gets hit with a traveling violation. Second turnover on the Tigers so far here in this ball game. Hastings coming back with a five-point lead, 13-8 to to score. Callahan dumps it down low. Bloom grabs it, goes up, and he's hammered on the play. A foul's going to be called here. Jade Miller gets hit with a personal foul for the Tigers. That's going to be his first. So it's going to be Bloom going to the free-throw line now for Hastings. Carson's got five points in the ball game. Hit a three, and he's two out of two from the free-throw line. Carson Bloom. We'll have a couple of shots here. His first one is good. Kendall Ferguson comes back into the ballgame now for Hastings. Creighton Burr will come out. 14-8. Hastings College out on top of 15th-ranked Dakota Wesleyan here this afternoon. Next shot is up there. It is good by Bloom. Final game of the regular season here. GPAC Conference Tournament gets in the way next week. Postseason action beginning next Wednesday. Hastings out on top here by the score of 15 to 8 after Bloom hits a couple of free throws. Here's a Martin going for the hole. An offensive foul is going to be called on Jade, Mar- uh, Jade Mar- Miller. That's uh, Callahan slow in getting up. Jade Miller ran right into him. That's his second personal foul. Miller's going to check out. Here comes a Newton back into the ballgame now. Spicer coming back in. Callahan's all right as he gets to his feet here as he took a shot underneath the basket. 12 minutes and five seconds to play here in the first half. 15 to eight to score. He stings out on top, and the Broncos will have the ball. We'll get things in here to a Carson Bloom as he comes into the fourth court now. Right-handed dribble. Carson gets it to a Drew Callahan. 
Drew's pass is going to be deflected. It's picked up by Bloom down in the corner. Sends it back inside to Callahan with his back to the basket. Spins. Wheels in the lane. His shot is up there. No good. Rebound taken out of there by Newton. And a foul is going to be called. Ferguson picks up a personal foul for Hastings. Kendall Ferguson picks up his first. That's going to be team foul number four in the Broncos here in the first half of play. 11.48 to play. Hastings out on top of Dakota Wesleyan by a score of 15-8. to eight. Tate Martin comes back with the ball now for the Tigers. Bounce pass goes to uh, Newton. Newton gets it to Trey Berg. Now to Tate Martin out here in three-point territory to Berg. He's shot over Williams for three. It's going to be no good. Rebound brought down here by Ferguson. Gets it away to David Plain down the far sideline. David Plain with the ball sends it inside down to Callahan. He works against Spicer. Callahan backs up, now spins, fakes, puts up a shot. No good. Rebound Newton. Newton gets it away down to Tate Martin as he runs her back the other way with a right-handed dribble. Martin back outside ring to Newton. Newton here at the top of the key, working with the ball, hands it away to Trey Berg. Berg moves it to the right wing. His shot is up there and scores. You can't give that guy any space. Trey Berg, he scores. He's got five points in the ball game. Here's playing at the other end. His shot up in the end. David Plain outraces the defense and scores. That's his first field goal. So David gets it right back, and it's a 17-10 ball game now. Hastings College out on top by seven here. Ten minutes and 45 seconds to play. Here's Berg, a deep three over Williams. A shot no good. Rebound comes down to Ferguson. Ferguson down to Connor Musel. Down the near sideline. Rich Williams has got the ball. Flips it out here to Plain. Man-to-man defense for Dakota Wesleyan. Here's a Ferguson in the lane. Puts up a right-handed shot. No good. Ferguson is knocked down. No foul called. Rebound comes down to Trey Berg. Berg runs it back the other way. Gets it down to uh, Newton. Newton to the near sideline. Almost losing the ball was Vandenberg, but he maintains control. Gets it down to Trey Berg in the corner. Back out on the wing to Martin. Dribble penetration. Kicks it out here to Vandenberg for three. Shot good. Deep penetration. They kick it back out to Vandenberg, and he hits the three-pointer. Now Billy wants to call a timeout. Hastings calls a timeout. Ten minutes and two seconds to play here in the first half. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 17, Dakota Wesleyan 13. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd in Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Insurance plus financial services means more than insurance. They have a full line of investments plus life, health, and long-term care. Also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. High school basketball, Hitchens College basketball here today on 1230 KHAS. Also online at www.hastingslink.com. Internet streaming brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Hastings has something for everyone. Check it out at www.hastings.edu. Hastings with a lead 17-13 to 13 here. We're halfway through the first half. Here's uh, Musel driving the ball in the basket. It's shot's going to be up there no good. Rebound comes down to a Newton. Newton gets the ball away now to a Tate Martin. Into the forecourt. Martin has got the ball. Gets away from David Plain. Drives into the basket and scores. Tate Martin found his seam in the defense. And now here's a turnover. Here's Berg for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound to Clemens. Hastings turning it over for the second time. But Trey Berg couldn't convert from three-point territory. Plain in the lane now. And a foul is going to be called here on Tate Martin. 
Tate Martin picks up the personal foul. Just got word from the uh, GPAC office that Hastings College women's basketball team will be back up here again uh, next Wednesday or this coming Wednesday and play Dakota Wesleyan in the first round of the conference tournament. Hastings will be the number six seed, Dakota Wesleyan the number three seed. So that's what they feared. A short turnaround and back up here on uh, Wednesday to play Dakota Wesleyan in the first round of the conference tournament. We'll tell you more about that. Coming up here at halftime, there's a shot from David Plain. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. The ball tapped out. It's picked up here by a Tate Martin back at the other end. It's going to be Vandenberg drives for the basket and scores. Trey Vandenberg scores. He's now got seven points in the ball game, and now the Tigers have come back to uh, tie up the game at 17 points apiece. Dakota Wesleyan has scored the last seven points here in the contest. David Plain with the ball. Just right at the top of the three-point circle. David Plain gets it away to Carson Bloom. Comes across the top now. Zach Clemens has got it. Now to Ferguson. Ferguson holds the ball. Ferguson looking. Ferguson looking. Comes out here to Clemens. Top of the key. Drives. Spins at the free throw line. Takes it down the lane and scores. Zach Clemens scoring there. He's got six points in the ball game. He sings back out on top now. 19 to 17 is the score. Here's a Tate Martin. 8.20 to play. Here in this uh, first half, Spicer goes inside. There's a shot taken there by Waller. It's no good, but he's fouling the play. Brady Waller just checked in there. Spicer got in the ball going for the rack. And he is fouling the play here by the Broncos. That'll send him into the free throw line. Zach Clemens will toe the mark here. Brother Zach Clemens picks up the personal foul. Going to the line will be Brady Waller for Dakota Wesleyan. Waller is a 57% foul shooter in the season. His shot is up there. It's going to be off of the right side. No good. Let's go to Wesleyan as a team. They're number two in the Great Plains Athletic Conference in free throw percentage. They're hitting 75% as a team. They're number five in field goal percentage at 48%. And they're number four in three-point shooting at 38%. Second shot by Waller is going to be no good. So Hastings maintains their two-point lead here at 19-17. David Plain with the ball. David Plain gives it away to Musel. And Musel has it knocked out of his hands out of bounds. Getting his hands on it there it was uh, Brady Waller. Of Dakota Wesleyan, so Hastings will play things in here on the near sideline. Carson Bloom will trigger things in for Hastings with 8.09 remaining here in the first half. David Plain with the ball now. David Plain out here in three-point territory. There's a whistle away from all the action, and an offensive foul is going to be called. Offensive foul is going to be called here on Hastings, trying to set a screen out there. That's Zach Clem. No, that's going to be uh, Kendall Ferguson picking up the foul. Kendall picks up his second. Ferguson is going to check out. Here comes Callahan back into the ballgame. Eight minutes and five seconds to play. Here in the first half, 19 to 17 is the score. Hastings out on top. They go to Westland with the ball. Tate Martin has got it. Tate Martin moves it over here on the wing. Takes it to the free throw line. Vandenberg throws up a shot and hits it. Trey Vandenberg scores for Dakota Westland. And now the Tigers have come back to tie things up at 19 points apiece. Here's Callahan, drives the baseline. His shot is up there, no good, but he's hammering the play. So Drew took it right to the rack there for Hastings, and now he'll go to the free throw line for the Broncos. He was fouling the play here. That's the seventeen foul on uh, Wesleyan. So check that. They got four up there on the board now. Fourteen fouls on Wesleyan. Callahan to the free throw line. The foul goes on the Tigers. That's Jason Spicer. They got the foul. That's going to be his first. Shot on the free throw line by Callahan is up there and in. Drew's in the active shooting, so he'll get two shots here. 
Callahan has not had a good year from the line. He's hitting only 43% of his foul shots. Hastings is a team, only 64%. Shot from the line is going to be no good there by Callahan. So Hastings with a one-point lead, 20-19, and now the Tigers can pull ahead here. Tate Martin has got the ball for the Tigers. He clears out the right side. Now they go that way, coming over there. For the basketball is going to be Vandenberg. Comes out to the top of the key now. That's going to be Spicer with the ball. Spicer drives it down the right side of the lane, puts up a shot, no good. Bound for the rebound, it is loose. It's picked up here by the Tigers. Out to Martin for three. Shot is up there, no good. Rebound comes down to Musel. Down to Musel for Hastings. Down to David Plain. Loses control of the dribble. It is loose. It's picked up there by Hastings, and a timeout's going to be called by Bloom. He got possession of the ball, picks up the uh, loose ball after David Plain lost control of it. And they call the timeout to save the possession. 7.07 to play. In the first half, we'll take a break. Hastings 20, Dakota Wesleyan 19. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. 1230 KHAS. 9-7-0-7 to play here. In the first half, Hastings is out on top of Dakota Wesleyan by a score of 20-19. Broncos have the ball. Carson Bloom has got it out here in three-point territory. Dakota Wesleyan will match up man-on-man here. Bloom flips the ball away to uh, David Plain. David Plain, left side. Now with seven seconds in the shot clock. David Plain hops back, throws up a 15-footer. It's not going to be short. No good. Rebound Bloom. Follow shot. No good. The ball tipped out. It's picked up here by Trey Berg. Trey Berg gets it away. Driving is Martin, and he loses control of the ball out of bounds. Is there a foul? Yes, there is. They brought him back two-on-one against the Broncos, and a personal foul is called there on Hastings. Foul is going to go on Musel. That's going to be his second. Going to the free-throw line will be Tate Martin for Dakota Wesleyan. He's got two points in the ball game thus far. He had 15 the last time these two teams played. Shot is up there. It's good. Martin, a 79% foul shooter in the season. Hastings was able to beat this team in the ball game at the Osborne Sports Complex, 83-82 to earlier this year. Let's go to Wesleyan. has lost only eight games all season long. They're 13-6 and six in the conference, 21-8 and eight overall. Tate Martin will have one more shot here. It's up there, and the shot is good. So now the Tigers have come back from seven points down here in the first half. They've got the lead over Hastings by a score of 21-20. to 20. Hastings trying to finish the season here with a win on the road against a very good team, a nationally ranked team in Dakota Wesleyan. Here's Rich Williams for three. His shot is up there. It's going to be off of the mark. No good. Rebound is ripped down there by Vandenberg. Vandenberg now to Tate Martin. He runs her back the other way. Comes over to Newton in three-point territory. Hands it away to Berg at the top of the key. Now the far sideline to a Miller. Long pass goes inside, spinning, putting up a shot there. It's going to be no good. The ball tapped around. It's picked up by Newton. Newton keeps it alive here for DWU. There's a Spicer with the ball down to the top of the key. That's a Burden with the ball as he drives it. The ball is going to be knocked loose. And now we got a timeout call as Burton had the ball down there on the floor and gets the uh, got the possession. They call a timeout. So with five minutes and 54 seconds to play, in the first half, we'll take a break with a score. Wesleyan 21, Hastings 20. 
I love working with the flowers and decorating items that we have at Bob Sass Flowers. This is Amy, and we'd be happy to share not only the items, but ideas on what might work best for your special occasion, home, or office decor. We'll come into your home or office and personally decorate an area or for a special entertaining event. It starts with a visit to Bob Sass Flowers. Let's talk about how we can help you with home decorations and accessories, flowers, gifts, and ideas from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, the Tigers are out on top, 21-20 to 20 over Hastings, 554 to play here in the first half. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball. There's Trey Berg down in the corner. Entry pass deflected away. Berg picks it back up. They work it back around the perimeter, and David Plain knocks the ball into the Bronco bench. Dakota Wesleyan so quick, they work the ball around the perimeter looking for the open three. That's what they want to do is fire up threes. They're second in the nation in three-pointers made per game. Second in the nation in three-pointers made in the season. There's a shot. A foul as we called here on Hastings. Carson Bloom picks up the foul. That's going to be his first. Going to the free-throw line will be Berg. Trey Berg is fifth in the conference in free-throw percentage this week. He's hitting a clip of 82%. Has not been there so far today. Trey Berg's free throw is up there. It's going to be off of the mark. No good. Rebound, Hastings. Carson Bloom coming back with a right-handed dribble for the Broncos. Gets away now to David Plain. Plain holds it. David Plain gets it in the hands of Rich Williams. Williams picked up by Berg. He drives it. His shot over Berg is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound on the weak side there. Taken down by Newton. Newton gets it to a Tate Martin. Long pass down the floor, down in the corner, a three-pointer put up there. It's going to be no good. The ball tapped out. It's picked up by Williams. Rich Williams down to David playing to the basket. His shot is up there, no good. But he's knocked down, and the foul is called. David goes tumbling out of bounds here underneath the basket, and the foul is called on the Tigers. He'll go to the free-throw line now for Hastings College. So David Plain will toe the block here. Personal foul is going to be called on Newton. That's going to be his first. That's team foul number six on Wesleyan here in the first half. Playing to the free throw line. His shot is up there. It's going to be good. Davis is a 71% foul shooter in the season. He's now got three points here in this one. AC's not shooting very well in this ballgame so far. Seven out of 22 from the field. One out of seven on three-pointers. But yet we're in a tie ballgame at 21 points apiece. David Plain will have one more. His shot is up there. It's good. AC's with the lead. So the Broncos have the lead. We've had uh, two lead changes, and the score has been tied three times here in the early minutes of this ballgame. 22-21 to 21 is the score. Hastings out on top. Newton has got the ball now for Dakota Wesleyan. Bombs it inside to Barden. His little hook shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes out of Bloom of Hastings. Carson runs her back the other way across the 10-second line. Carson with the ball. Gets it down to uh, Clemens. Clemens down to Ferguson. Back to Zach Clemens in the lane. Puts up a shot over Newton. It's going to be no good, and Newton draws a personal foul. Terrell Newton picks up the foul. That's going to be his second one. That's going to be team foul number seven on Wesleyan. So now Hastings is in the bonus for the rest of the half, and going to the free throw line will be Zach Clemens. Clemens has not been there so far today, 54% for this season. He's 36 out of 66 from the free throw line. Shot is up there. It's going to be short. No good. Zach Clemens will get one more. 22-21. Hastings with a lead. Four minutes and 44 seconds to play here in the first half from the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota today. Next shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Battle for the rebound. Brought down by Barton of the, for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. 
Martin gets it away now to uh, Tate Martin. And Martin will bring things up. Into the offensive zone. Hands away to to uh, Vandenberg. Now to Martin again to Trey Bird. Connor Musel running his face defensively. There's Barton with the ball now to the far sideline. He seems still in the man-to-man. Vandenberg has got the ball down in the corner. Brings it back to Vandenberg for three. His shots off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down to Plain. David Plain flies up the near sideline here for Hastings College. David Plain stops here at the top of the three-point circle. Goes over to a Ferguson. Ferguson down to Connor Musel. He drives it down the right side of the lane to the goal. He goes and shot is up there. There's no good, and he's fouling the play. Now Connor goes to the free-throw line here for Hastings. He's fouling the play. That's the eighth team foul called on the Tigers. Trey Berg picks up the foul. That's going to be his first. Musel goes to the free-throw line. He's got two points so far today. Connor's a 67% foul shooter in the season. His free throw is up there, and the shot is no good. So the free throw woes continue here for Hastings College. Connor Musel will have another one. Four minutes to play in the first half, 22-21. Hastings with a lead. Connor will have one more shot. It's up there, and the shot is good. So it's one out of two from the free throw line. Hastings out on top now. He sings with the advantage. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball. Here's Tate Martin on the wing. Martin is left alone out here in three-point territory. That's dangerous. Doesn't take the shot. Goes back inside to Barton, and he's fouling the play. Fouling the play here by uh, Hastings. That's going to go on Zach Clemens. That's going to be his second. This is John Harmoning. Those guys are alternating in there. This is John Harmering next. So he's uh, going to go to the free throw line. 66% foul shooter in the season. His shot is up there. Rims off, no good. Misses the front end of the bonus. Rebound comes down to Hastings College. So here come the Broncos back the other way with three and a half minutes to go. Carson Bloom, now to David Plain. Plain brings it back here to Ferguson. Ferguson, now to Carson Bloom. Carson holds it. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Zach Clemens. Down to David Plain. Out here to Musel. Ball nearly knocked loose. Now Musel falls down. Gets the ball to Clemens. One second on the shot clock. Bert. Bloom throws one up from three, and he hits it. At the end of the shot clock, Carson Bloom, an off-balance three-pointer, and it goes right through the hole at the end of the shot clock. And it's 26-21. Here's a ball that's going to be knocked loose again. Hastings tries to save, and they go crashing into the seats there. They can't get there. Goes out of bounds, and it's going to be Dakota Wesleyan ball. That was a big play by Carson Bloom here on the offensive end. The Broncos had Musel fall down with the ball out here in three points here. Sorry. They finally got the ball on a roll out to a Carson Bloom. The shot clock was expiring, and as they hit one, Carson goes up for an off-balance three. That goes right through the hole. That gives Hastings a five-point lead, 26-21. Vandenberg with the ball now for the Tigers. Out on top, here's Barton. His shot for three is up there. It's going to be no good. Ball is loose, and it's going to be picked up here by Hastings. Creighton Burr with the ball. Burr gets it out to David Plain to Creighton Burr. He drives the ball, runs into a defender, turns around, spins, puts up a shot on the baseline. His shot no good. Rebound, Vandenberg. Vandenberg down to Martin with two and a half to play. Tate Martin inside the free throw circle, hands it away. There's a shot from the right side of the lane. It's up there and in. Trey Vandenberg scoring. He's now got 11 points in the ball game, and the Tigers are back to within three. 26 to 23 is a score with 2.20 to play. Here's a Creighton Burr with the ball for Hastings. Zach Clemens, top of the circle. 
Clemens holds it out of Burr. Burr gets it out here to uh, Carson Bloom. Bloom working against Vanderberg. Goes over on the wing now to uh, David Plain. We got a foul called inside. A two to the whistle inside, and a foul is going to go here on the Tigers. That's going to be their ninth team foul here in the first half, and Creighton Burr will go to the free throw line. Kellen Burden picks up a personal foul, and that's going to be his first. So it's going to be Creighton Burr going to the free throw line. Creighton has not scored so far tonight, and he still hasn't as he misses that one. Rebound comes down here to Dakota Wesleyan. Barden has got the ball as he drives it right side of the lane. He stops there. He's cut off by Clemens, and now the pass comes out here, and it goes out of bounds. Was it touched? It was not. That's a turnover on Dakota Wesleyan. So the Tigers turn it over here. That's going to be three turnovers now on DWU. Hastings will play things in on the far sideline. Rich Williams gets into the hands of David Plain with a minute 53 to play. Carson Bloom takes it to the free throw line down the lane. His little scoop shot is up there and in. Nice move to the basket by Carson Bloom. He's got 12 points in the ballgame. He sings back out to a five-point lead. 28-23 to 23 here in the first half. Here's uh, Vandenberg driving the ball. He's going to be fouling the way in. Vandenberg had it at the uh, top of the three-point circle here on the near side. He drove it toward the hole, and he's fouling the play here. First one's going to be called on Bloom. That's going to be his second. Going to the free throw line is going to be Trey Vandenberg for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Vandenberg with 11 points already in the ball game. Averages 10.6 in the season. Shot is up there, and the shot is around the rim and falls off. Vandenberg is 77% foul shooter in the season. In Dakota Wesleyan, number two in the conference as far as field goal percentage is concerned at 75%. Vandenberg's next free throw is up there. That's going to be no good. So he misses a pair of free throws. And a rebound comes down here to Hastings. 28-23 is the score now with a minute and 25 seconds to play. Here in this first half from the Corn Palace. Here's uh, Carson Plume. Dribble penetration. Bounce pass down to Burr. Shines up there and in. Nice pass by Carson. He gets it to Creighton Burr. He drives it from the left corner to the goal and scores. And it's 30-23. Hastings out on top by seven points here. Approaching one minute of the play here in the first half of the Corn Palace. Vandenberg again drives his shot over Burr. Is up there. It's going to be too strong. No good. Burr grabs the rebound. Creighton has got it here for Hastings College. Gets it in the hands now of Carson Bloom. He trots it back the other way. Under a minute to go now here in the first half. Hastings out on top by seven. 30-23. Here's a Zach Clemens. Spins left side of the lane. Dumps it off to Burr. Shot is up there and in. Clemens gets the assist. Creighton Burr gets the field goal. Creighton now at four points in the ballgame, and Hastings is out to a nine-point lead, 32-23, 34 seconds to play here in the first half. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball. That's a Brady Waller with it on the far side. Gives it away now to Tate Martin. Martin bounce pass left side of the lane, spinning toward the goal, putting up a shot and scoring on the play there is going to be Barden. Kellen Barden scores there. That's his first field goal. 32 to 25. He sings with a seven point lead now with 10 seconds to play. Here comes David Plain. He brings it across the 10 second line, looks to the clock. We're down to seven seconds to go. David Plain takes off, drives it down the lane, stops and pops it. Shot from 10 is no good. Ball is lost out of bounds. It's off of Burr, and that's going to be the end of the first half of play. First half comes to an end. Hastings College has got the lead here in this basketball game over the 15th ranked team in the country. Hastings out on top. It's the Broncos 32 and Dakota Wesleyan 25. 
You're listening to Bronco Basketball Today on 1230 KHAS. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all of the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com. You will see some you like. To see those that run daily in the Hastings Tribune, call 462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. The Hastings College Halftime Show is brought to you by Valentino's. Now enjoy everything that your Hastings Valentino's has to offer. Enjoy lunch or dinner with their grand Italian buffet. Easy carryout or delivery. Just call 402-463-6761. That's Valentino's, 604 South Burlington in Hastings. Now, let's go courtside with the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. All right, back here at the Corn Palace at halftime of the men's ball game. Hastings is out on top of Dakota Wesleyan. The score 32 to 25 here in this one. Hastings has led this baby most of the way. In fact, the Broncos had a seven-point lead a couple of times. 15 to 8 and then 17 to 10. Dakota Wesleyan comes back to tie the score up at 17. We're tied up at 19 points apiece. Wesleyan went ahead momentarily at 21 to 20. Hastings again uh, reclaimed the lead at 28 to 23. Got onto a 32 to 23 lead. But now it's a 32-25 here at halftime. So Hastings getting the job done here in this ball game here today, despite shooting only 36% from the floor. Check the shooting numbers. Hastings 11 out of 30 from the field, 36.7%. Hastings from three-point territory, two out of eight for 25%. And from the free throw line, the Broncos are 8 out of 13 for 61%. Dakota Wesleyan, they're hitting only 33% from the floor here today. They're 10 out of 30. They have thrown up 15 three-pointers. They are 3 out of 15 for 20%. And they are 2 out of 8 from the free throw line for 25%. So Wesleyan not having a good day shooting the basketball so far. Three turnovers for DWU in the first half. Hastings has got only two turnovers. The rebounds right now, Hastings has got 25, Dakota Wesleyan 21. Broncos with 22 defensive rebounds, three on offense. Dakota Wesleyan with 19 total rebounds, actually 21 total offense, uh, 21 rebounds, 19 on defense, two on offense. One block shot, no steals for Hastings. One block shot, two steals for Dakota Wesleyan. The score at halftime is 32-25. Hastings has got the lead. 
Broncos being led by Carson Bloom so far. Bloom has got 12 points here in the ball game. He is three out of six in the field and two out of two from three-point territory. He's also four out of four from the free throw line and has grabbed five rebounds here in the first half. So Carson Bloom getting the job done for Hastings here in this ball game. He's the only man in double figures so far. Zach Clemens has got six points. He's got three field goals. He's 0 out of 2 from the free throw line. Four points for Creighton Burr on a couple of field goals. David Plain has got a field goal. He's 2 out of 2 from the line for four points. Connor Musel's got a uh, field goal, and he's 1 out of 2 from the free throw line for three. Kendall Ferguson, a field goal for two. And Drew Callahan, 1 out of 2 from the free throw line, one point. Trey Vandenberg is leading the way for Dakota Wesleyan. He has got 11. He's the only guy in double figures for the Tigers so far. Their other scores, Trey Berg has got five points. Tate Martin has got four. Jade Miller has got three. And Kellen Barton, he has got two points. And he sings is out on top here at halftime. The score is 32 to 25. Told you that the uh, women's pairings are in for the first round of the Great Plains Athletic Conference Tournament on Wednesday. First round pairings will have the College of St. Mary's, the number eight seed, playing at the number one seed, Morningside. The number five seed, Concordia, will play at the number four seed, Briar Cliff. All these games will be on Wednesday. Hastings will play here against Dakota Wesley, and the Broncos will be the number six seed after losing earlier today to the Tigers. Dakota Wesley ends up as the number three seed, so that game will go at six o'clock on Wednesday. And then Northwestern, the number seven seed, will play the number two seed, Mount Marty, in the uh, final ball game. So that's your first round pairings for the GPAC tournament that gets underway. On Wednesday, the winners will play again in the second round on Saturday, and then the championship day is set for Tuesday, March the 1st. So Hastings out on top here in this ball game over Dakota Wesleyan by seven. We're at the break. Hastings 32, Dakota Wesleyan 25. Brandon Peoples, he will join us next. He's got Hastings College spotlight and then more Bronco basketball straight ahead. You're listening to Hastings College basketball on 1230 KHAS. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. It's time now for Hastings College Spotlight, brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Hastings has something for everyone. You might be a big city mayor, an astronaut, a professional athlete, a retired national championship coach, a member of Congress, the president of a major university, an Olympic champion. If you are, you might be a Hastings College alumnus. Former Broncos populate some of the highest positions in the most prestigious areas of endeavor. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. Welcome into another Hastings College Spotlight. Today I'm joined by Mike Karloff. He's Associate Vice President for College Advancement with the Hastings College Foundation. Mike, we appreciate you coming out. Thank you, Brandon. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, today we're going to talk about some different ways people can give back to the college, uh, especially alumni. Uh, you know, one of the great things about being an alumni of a college is is giving back, and uh, I'm sure there's several ways they can do so. 
Uh, yeah, there is. And, and we, we talk to our alumni about the many different ways that they can give back to the college. And first of all, just being a, an active participant as a Hastings College graduate. We have a lot of alumni events that go on in different locations throughout the country, as well as a lot of events on campus. And so we certainly invite our alumni to, to be active and participate, um, to be able to support the Hastings College family by, by mentoring a, a current student. Uh, offering an internship for our current students, and, and even possibly hiring Hastings College students, and also helping Hastings College grow, you know, to be able to talk about their experiences as a, as a Hastings College student to prospective students and their families, and also to be, to be able to refer prospective students to Hastings College, and then certainly to, to make a difference in the life of the college and the life of our, of our students by financially supporting the college. What would you say is the support line like right now? How generous are the alumni have given back, the current ones you have? Well, we, we have some very generous alumni and some very generous friends that financially support Hastings College. Um, we've been fortunate, if you look at our campus over the last 20 years, to be able to see some of the growth that has taken place. And we've, we've been able to do that because of the generosity of, of our donors. Um, we, we've been very fortunate that we haven't had to borrow money to, 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 to build and expand our campus. And so um, we, we just cannot thank our, our alumni and, uh, and those that financially support us enough because they have truly made a, a significant difference at, at Hastings College. Um, some people will uh, graduate, and uh, you know, everyone has different levels of income, and they may not think that they have enough to give. Um, what, is, what are some ways, maybe if they're not sure, um, how, how can they go about uh, helping out the college? Well, every gift is, is important, and every gift matters, uh, no matter the size of the gift. Because one of the things that, that we try to do is to continue to improve the value of that Hastings College education. Uh, one of the things that uh, national uh, magazines and publications, they, they do a lot of ratings, college ratings, U.S. Uh, News and World Report, uh, Time Magazine, a lot of these publications rank colleges and universities. And one of the components that they use to for these evaluation is the number of alumni that financially support the college. They don't ask how much, they just ask the number that, that support the college. So a gift of $5, $25, $100, those all matter and those all count. And so one of the things that we're really working on is to continue to increase the number of our alumni that, that financially support us. We've had a drop-off. We've had a pretty significant drop-off. Um, we were around 35% alumni participation, which really is, is great, and we've dropped down to about 20%. And we think part of it is, is, is driven by the economy, and some of it is driven just by the differences in generations. So we've had about 60% of our alumni support us at one time or another, but there's only about 30% that, uh, I'm sorry, there's only about 20% that support us annually. And so we're really working hard to re-engage our, our alumni and to, to bring that alumni participation back up to, to at least 30%. You talked about it being uh, being critical, and, and I guess kind of explain why it's so critical to have these kind of donations. Uh, most people think of a college, you know, colleges have a lot of money, but, you know, they, they rely on this. Well, like I said, we, we've been very fortunate. Um, one thing that, that a, a lot of students and, um, and, and alumni may not know is that the, the student tuition, that pays for only about... 75% of the total cost of the edu of students' education. So we need to figure out, well, how is that remaining 
20 to 25 percent of that ed- cost of education going to be covered? Well, we could we could pass on the increase uh, to the students, and that wouldn't be very very popular. Uh, we could eliminate programs, and that wouldn't be a very popular option as well. And so, then the the only option would be we we need to secure funding for that final 25 percent of that cost of education. And so we're, that's where the Hastings College Foundation comes in, is that we can we can provide that support uh, that underwrites that that last 20 to 25 percent of the cost of a student's education. All right. Um, how long have you been out there with the uh, the College Foundation, and what have you found uh, you enjoy about about working out there? Well, I've I've been with Hastings College. I'm starting my 31st year, okay. so uh, I, I haven't got lost lately. I'm kind of finding my way around. But no, I <clears throat> initially started in 1985 working in the admissions office, and I worked in the admissions office for 17 years, and was the director of admission for the the final eight years there. And then in 2002, I moved over to, to work at the Hastings College Foundation. And, and both of those positions, and really working at the college, has been a very rewarding experience. I've, I've been able to get to know some great people, not only the people that I've worked with, but also the people that I've been able to meet uh, through the admissions position and also working at the, working at the foundation. So no doubt uh, somebody has any questions, I imagine you're an you're excellent contact to answer just about anything for them. I'd be happy to help out in, in any way possible. Um, the, I may not have all the answers, but I think I know where to go to get those answers. So, yes, absolutely. Anytime anybody has any questions to call or stop out. Okay. And what's your phone number out there at the foundation? Um, my direct line is 402-461-7473. All right. Well, uh, very important uh, always uh, for the alumni to give back to uh, our great institution here in Hastings. Uh, anything else you want to touch on while, while I got you here? Well, just finally, like I said, we, we have been so fortunate and we've been able to accomplish a lot. And, and we wouldn't be able to, to have those accomplishments without the support of our alumni and, and friends of, of Hastings College. And so beyond, on behalf of our students, our faculty, our staff, and really everybody at the college, I just want to know, let everybody know how grateful we are for the support that they provide to our students. They're truly making a difference in the lives of our students and in the life of Hastings College. Once again, he's Mike Karloff. He's Associate Vice President for College Advancement with Hastings College Foundation. Uh, again, appreciate the time. Thank you, Brandon. You've been listening to Hastings College Spotlight, brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Hastings has something for everyone. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Feel like a president while you relax on a Durablend leather reclining sofa priced at only $5.49 during the presidential savings event on now at Furniture Direct. And get a signature design by Ashley Sofa for only $3.49. Up to 24 months special financing subject to credit approval. Hurry in to the presidential savings event at Furniture Direct, 930 South Burlington behind Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 
1230 KHAS. As we come back, Trey Vandenberg hits a uh, little 15-footer off of the left side of the lane. He scores, making it a 32-27 ball game. So just underway here in the second half of the Corn Palace. Hastings trying to steal one on the road here today against the national ranked team. They go back door there. That shot is up and in by Bloom. Carson Bloom gets the field goal for Hastings. The Broncos go back door, and they get 14 points in the ballgame now from Carson. 34-27, Hastings with a lead. Here's Dakota Wesleyan with the ball. Newton has got it right side of the lane. Wheels in the lane, puts up a little hook shot over Clemens. No good. Rebound comes down to Ferguson of Hastings. Ferguson gets it away down, and Carson hustles back the other way. To Ferguson drives the ball to the hole, scores. Carson Bloom goes to Kendall Ferguson. They just opened up, and Kendall took it right to the hole and scores. Hastings now with a nine-point lead in this one, 36-27. to 27. There's a shot put up there. It's going to be no good by Martin. Rebound comes down here to Bloom. Carson has got it for Hastings to Ferguson on the far sideline. Drives it in the lane, stops, puts up a little shot. Up there, rims off, no good. Rebound comes down to Tate Martin forward to go to Wesleyan. Here come the Tigers now. They're trailing by nine points in the ball game. Miller driving the ball. It's going to be stripped away. It is picked up here by Clemens. He gets the ball to Bloom. Turnover number four on the Tigers so far in the ball game. Hastings with a nine-point lead and the basketball here at the Corn Palace. Here's uh, Carson Bloom with the ball. Bounce pass left side of the lane. They get it to Clemens. He drives it into the hole, and a foul is going to be called. Personal foul here is going to go on uh, Dakota Wesley. It's going to go on Jade Miller. That's going to be his third foul. So Jade Miller now with three. That's going to be team foul number one of the Tigers so far here in the second half of play. Hastings will play things in from underneath their own basket. They get it to uh, Clemens. Now to Carson Bloom. We're two minutes into the second half. Hastings has a nine-point lead. It is 36-27. Here's Kendall Ferguson with the ball. Now to Carson Bloom. Moves it left to right across the top of the three-point arc. And his shot is up there at the end. Carson Bloom throws up a tray there for Hastings. He's got 17 points in the ball game. Hastings out on top by 12 points now. 39-27. 17-43 to play here in the basketball game. Here comes... Dakota Wesleyan back in their zone here. They work against the Bronco man-to-man. Here's a Miller throwing up a shot from 10. It's good. Jade Miller scores. He's got five points in the ballgame. These guys can get hot in a moment's notice here. They're a very good shooting team, although they haven't shown it so far today. Here's Musel. Dribbles once. Now puts up a shot in the lane. That one is in and out. Back in again. Connor Musel gets his second field goal of the ballgame. He's got five points. 41-29. Hastings College again leading by... 12 points here in the second half. Here's a Vandenberg in the lane. His shot's going to be no good, but he was fouling the play. So Trey Vandenberg is fouling the play here by playing of Hastings. David picks up his first personal foul. Non-shooting situation. It's going to be Dakota Westland playing things in. Baseline right side. It is Lama to Bergen. His shot over Musel is good. Right off of the inbound, Trey Berg scores. He's got seven points in the ballgame, 41-31. Hastings now leading by 10. Clemens with the ball at the top of the key. Moves it over here to David Plain. Now to Carson Bloom. Carson spins at the top of the key. Takes it to the elbow. Hands it away to Plain. Now to Carson Bloom down on the baseline. Carson gets it out to Ferguson. His shot for three is good. The big guy steps away from the basket and scores on a three-pointer. He's got seven points in the ballgame. Hastings leading by 13 at the other end. A shot by Martin is going to be no good. Rebound comes down, and he sings. Here's David playing back the other way from the elbow. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. The ball tapped out. Ferguson grabs the ball. Ferguson keeps it alive here for Hastings. The Broncos with a 13-point lead. Clemens for three. His shot is no good. Rebound comes down to Tate Martin. Martin has got it down for Dakota Wesleyan. 
to the far sideline. That's Jade Miller with the ball. It's going to be slapped away, and a foul is going to be called here on Zach Clemens. Zach picks up his third personal foul. Team foul number one on Hastings here in the second half of play. Here comes Creighton Burr back in. Here comes Rich Williams back in. Been a busy day here at the Corn Palace. We've had the women's basketball earlier. Let's go to Wesleyan beating Hastings in the first ball game. Got a couple of high school games, we understand, coming up immediately following this one. So a four-banger today here at the Corn Palace. This is where they play all their high school basketball games, plus the semi-pro team plays here as well here in Mitchell, South Dakota. There's a shot taken, but a foul is going to be called. Foul goes on Connor Musel. That's going to be his third. Team foul number three on Hastings, still a non-shooting foul. You go to Weston, will play things in. Bloom back in. Musel checks out. So Tate Martin will inbound the ball here for Dakota Wesleyan from underneath his own basket. Comes down here in the three-point territory. The ball slapped away by Plain. The ball is loose and it's picked up by Hastings. Bloom has got it. Now that David Plain drives his acrobatic shot at the other end is up and in. David Plain scores. He's got six points in the ballgame. Hastings leading by 15. 46-31. to 31. And here is a, a whistle. We're going to have a foul called on Jade Miller. Vandenberg took the shot from deep in the right corner. Jade Miller comes out, and now he gets hit with a technical foul. Jade Miller comes out and sets a screen. He's been drawing with the officials all day long today, and he is still ticked as he comes to the bench. Miller picks up the personal foul, and he also picks up a tee. The officials have heard enough from him. Like I said, he's been drawing with him about every chance that he gets. Technical foul called on Jade Miller. Hastings is out on top by 15 points in this one. 46 to 31 is the score. And now Carson Bloom will go to the free throw line here for Hastings. Broncos need to take advantage of this. Carson Bloom is four out of four from the free throw line and 73% foul shooter in the season. Bloom looks up there and the shot is in and out. No good. Carson will get one more here and then Hastings will get the ball. 15-51 to play in the game. Hastings has opened up a 15-point lead over the 15th-ranked team in the country. Next shot is up there. It is good by Bloom. He's now got 18 in the ball game. His season high this year was 21 that he put up on the Dort defenders. So Hastings now leading 47-31. to Obviously, their biggest lead of the ball game. Now Hastings will play things in here on the near sideline. Carson Bloom gives it into uh, David Plain. Plain down at Carson. Tigers still in a man-to-man defense. Carson Bloom goes over to a David Plain. Free throw line extended right side. Comes out here to a Creighton Burr, not a Ferguson. Ferguson at the elbow. He's going to dribble down the lane, backs up, gives it to Plain, fakes the three. David Plain looks again, now drives it down the left side of the lane, dumps it off at the baseline, and it's going to be knocked out of his hands out of bounds. So he seems to play things in. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. Five seconds left on the shot clock. Now they're going to switch to the other side. Plane will bring it in. Baseline left side already thrown basket. Now we got uh, the official stepping in and talking to a, another Tiger. They've been jawing all day in this ballgame. Him and uh, Carson Bloom. That was Vandenberg getting into it with uh, Carson Bloom. Here's Williams for three. A shot good. Right down through the hole. Tough shot there by Rich Williams. And Hastings is out on top by 19. 50-31. to 31. 15-16 to play here from the Corn Palace this afternoon. Bounce pass goes inside to Newton. 
Newton with his back to the basket. Fall away jumper over Burns up there. That one won't go. The ball is lost out of bounds. And it's going to be Hastings' ball. I think the Broncos have got Dakota Wesley, and they've got him uh, frustrated here. Ball is not going in a hole today for the Tigers. 35% from the field and only 18% from three-point territory. They live on three-pointers, and the Broncos have him frustrated here. 50-31. to 31. Hastings leading by 19 points. Here's David playing. He fires up a 15-footer. Shot no good. Rebound Ferguson. And we got a foul called. Hastings just more aggressive right now than the uh, Tigers are in this ballgame, especially since halftime. That personal foul is called on Newton. That's going to be his third. Into the ballgame now for Dakota Wesleyan. We're going to see some... Uh, Different folks come in there. They've seen enough out of their starters here today. Here's David playing with the ball now for Hastings. We got a personal foul called. So it's 50 to 31. Hastings College has got the lead here in this one. Aaron Amandu is in the ball game now for Dakota Wesleyan. He checks in there. Hastings will play things in. David playing with the ball now to Creighton Burr. He slips down, but he keeps it under control. Goes to Callahan. Callahan now to Carson Bloom. To Callahan to Burr. He tries to come back to Callahan. And it's off of his fingertips out of bounds. Turnover on Hastings. Broncos have turned ball over only three times in this ballgame today. The Tigers have four. Hastings out on top by 19 points. Hastings led at halftime by seven. But a good start of this second half where... About six minutes in. There's a pass down the corner and losing the ball out of bounds is Vandenberg. Nobody really around defensively. Trey Vandenberg just lost it out of bounds. Lack of focus there. Five turnovers now on the Tigers. Hastings comes back with the ball, leading by 19 points. Rich Williams goes inside to Carson. His shot is up there. It's good again. Carson Bloom. He's getting the job done. He's got 20 points in the ball game here for Hastings College. And now Dakota Wesleyan wants to call a timeout. Dakota Wesleyan calls a timeout. 15-01 to play in the ball game. It's Hastings 52, Dakota Wesleyan 31. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Given the scores from a women's basketball earlier today in the conference, Dakota Wesleyan beat Hastings 70-67. to Byron Cliff beats uh, Concordia today in Sioux City 75-55. to Morningside over Midland 85-75. to St. Mary's beat Dort today 70-56. to Northwestern over Doan 89-80. And Mount Marty beat Nebraska Wesleyan 77 to 55-52-31 here. Hastings out on top of the Tigers. There's a shot put up there. It's going to be no good. And rebound offensively back outside to Martin. His shot for three is good. These guys can come back in a hurry. Hastings needs to keep the pressure on. Tate Martin now with seven points in the ball game, 52-34. Hastings with the lead. Broncos have the ball. 
Ferguson lobs it inside. That's going to be a Burr with the ball. He shoves off on an offensive foul. It's called on Burr. Creighton Burr shoving off before he made his move at the post there. He gets hit with a personal foul. That's going to be his second. Team foul number four on Hastings here in the second half of play. We're down to 13.29 to go. Hastings out on top now, 52-34. to 34. Trying to pull off an upset on the road here today against the 15th-ranked Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. They've lost only eight games all season long. They're 21-8. and eight. Hastings in the man-to-man. There's a long pass inside to Spicer. He tries to go in the back door. It's going to be knocked loose, and it goes out of bounds. It's going to be a turnover on the Tigers. Six turnovers now on Dakota Wesleyan in the ballgame. Bloom is back in. Clemens back in. Checking out is going to be Creighton Burr, and also going out will be David Plain. 52-34. Hastings had the lead at halftime, 32-25. So Clemens will play the ball in. Here's a Carson Bloom. He trots it across the uh, 10-second line. Hands the ball away. That's going to be uh, Ferguson with the ball. Ferguson out at Clemens. Comes across the top to Callahan. To Bloom. Top of the key to Ferguson. Drives it toward the goal. He stops. Comes back out to Clemens. Top of the circle. Drives it down the lane. Spins it. Puts up a shot. And hits one from 10 feet away. Zach Clemens now with eight points in the ball game. Hastings leading by 20. 54 to 34. There's a bounce pass inside to Spicer. And he's going to be fouling the play there by Carson. Carson picks up his third personal foul. The Broncos trying to finish the season strong here. They'll play in the GPAC tournament next Wednesday as well. We already know that the Hastings College women's basketball team, they will go home tonight, and then they'll come back up here on Tuesday. They'll play They'll play Dakota Wesleyan in the first round of the uh, conference tournament on Wednesday up here at 6 o'clock. There's a shot taken by Martin. No good offensive rebound. Now a foul is going to be called. Martin got the offensive rebound, but then there's a foul in the play here by Hastings. Foul is going to go on Drew Callahan of Hastings. That's going to be his second. Dakota Wesleyan will inbound the ball underneath their own basket here. Martin looking to play things in, still looking, finally gets it in. Waller with the ball. Now he tries it into the paint, kicks her back out here. Tate Martin with it, boost to his right on the dribble, sends it back inside. The Barton shots will be blocked down by Callahan. It's picked up by Hastings in the corner. They try to save it, and they do as they knock it off of the corner of the hand there of the Tigers. Nice play again by Carson Bloom. Knocks that one off of the hands of uh, Kobe Johnson is into the ballgame now. 12-17 to play here in the ballgame. Hastings out on top. Here's Bloom for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Spicer of Dakota Wesleyan. Spicer down to Tate Martin. Drives it down the lane. Draws contact, and a foul is going to be called. Ferguson was there, and Martin just kind of ran into him, but that's going to be a personal foul. Ferguson picks up his third. Team foul number seven on Hastings. They're in the second half of play. We're down at 12.06 to play. Tate Martin will go to the free throw line. He's got seven points in the ball game. His shot is up there. It's good. So Martin will have one more shot here. 54-35 to go to Wesley. Now within 19. Next shot is up there. It's going to be off of the mark. No good. The ball chased down in the corner. Ferguson has got the ball now for Hastings. Gets it away. Here's Carson Bloom. He brings it up the floor. Hands it away to Rich Williams. Is in the ball game now. It's Zach Clemens to Ferguson. Free throw line extended all the way to the sideline. Ferguson gets it to Drew Callahan, scores around to the basket. Now retreats out into three-point territory, gives the ball to Carson Bloom, now to Rich Williams, lobs it left side. 
That's going to be Ferguson. His pass deflected, but it's picked up by Bloom. Now to Ferguson. He drives the ball between a couple of defenders. It's knocked loose, and it's picked up here by Dakota Wesley, and that's the fourth turnover on Hastings. Tate Martin comes back all the way, drives into the basket. It's shot no good. The ball tapped out, and the foul is going to be called. That's going to be a foul on the Tigers. So Tate Martin got a clean look at the basket as he drives it all the way to the goal, but he misses the driving layup. He try to tap the ball out. The personal foul is going to be called here on Spicer. That's going to be his second. 11.30 to play here in this ballgame. 54-35. Hastings out on top. Broncos trying to win their 18th ballgame of the season here today. This will be a huge one on the road against Dakota Wesleyan. Here's a Ferguson with the ball. Back out here to Rich Williams. He hops beyond the three-point circle. Throws up a shot. It's going to be no good. Ball is brought down. Grabbed there by Callahan. And the shot is up here. He takes that baby away from Spicer. And he scores. Drew Callahan showing some aggressiveness there. Rips that ball right out of the hands of Jason Spicer, and he scores. And the Broncos are out on top by 21 points here in this one. Here's Tate Martin with the ball. Martin down to a Barton, not a Martin again. Martin just to the left side of the circle here in three-point territory. Callahan tips the ball away. It goes out of bounds. The officials look, and they give, nope, there's going to be a personal foul over there on Callahan. He tips the ball away but draws the personal foul. Three fouls now on Drew Callahan. That's going to be team foul number eight on Hastings. Here in this second half of play. There's going to be a free throw attempt coming up here now for the Tigers. Tate Martin will go to the free throw line. And now Billy wants to call a timeout. Hastings calls a timeout. 10 minutes and 45 seconds to play. Here in the ballgame, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 56. Dakota Wesleyan 35. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. 1230 KHAS. DC's College Basketball for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Also online at www.hastingslink.com. Internet streaming brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Hastings has something for everyone. You can check it out anytime at www.hastings.edu. 10 minutes and 45 seconds to play. Here in this one, 56-35, to 35, Hastings College with a lead. Coming out after the ball game, we'll name our players of the game from our doubleheader today, get you the coach's post-game show before we make our way back to the Husker State. Tate Martin to the free throw line. He's got just eight points in the ball game, and Sean is up there and in. He's now four out of five from the free throw line. Hastings has done a great job on the, some of the big heavy shooters for Dakota Wesley, and Trey Berg's only got seven points in the ball game. Jade Miller's only got five. Next shot is up there. It's going to be no good by Tate Martin. And the rebound comes down here to Hastings. So Hastings with a 20-point lead, 56-36, to 36, approaching the halfway point of the second half here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell. There's David Plain. Gets away, drives it down the lane. It's not going to be no good. Martin may have got a little piece of that one. Tate Martin runs her back the other way. Martin down to Barton. His shot from the free throw line is up there. It's going to be off of the mark. No good. Tap trying. No good. The ball comes to the corner. It's picked up there by Clemens. And the ball ripped out of there. Taken away. Here's Barton in the lane. His shot is up there. No good. Tip try is up there. It's no good. Rebound Hastings. Boy, Dakota Wesleyan 
not having a good day shooting the basketball. They're down to 32% now in the ballgame. Hastings with the ball back with a 20-point lead, 56-36. Here's Zach Clemens. Comes out top of the key. That's going to be Carson Bloom. Powers his way to the goal, and he goes down underneath the basket, and a foul's going to be called there on Kellen Barton of Dakota Wesleyan. So Barton picks up his second personal foul. It's team foul number seven. Called on the Tigers. Hastings will get some free throws coming up here. It's going to be Carson Bloom. He's got 20 points in the ballgame. One shy of his season high of 21. And his shot is up there. It's good, so he ties that. He is now six out of seven from the free throw line. Bloom had a good day the last time these two teams played when Hastings beat Dakota Wesley in 83-82 at the Osborne Sports Complex. He scored 16 points in the ballgame that first time around. 16 so far today. Actually, a 21 in the ballgame today. Second shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Trey Vandenberg. 57-36. Hastings out on top by 21 points here in the ballgame. Tigers have the ball. Back in their offensive end. Vandenberg comes down in the corner as they bring it back outside. The tape Martin is shot for three. Is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Bloom. Carson Bloom, long pass down the floor. It's going to be deflected away, and it's picked up here by Dakota Wesleyan. That's a turnover in the Broncos. They're fifth in the ball game. Here comes Waller back now for Dakota Wesleyan. Leaves it away. Vandenberg is shot from 10. Good. Vandenberg now with 15 in the ball game for the Tigers. He... It's got an uneasy feeling that the Tigers sooner or later are going to go on a, a big run here. 57 to 38 is the score. We're down at nine minutes to play here in the basketball game. There's Musel. His shot is up there at the end. Of course, if Hastings keeps uh, shooting as well as they are, it won't make any difference if they go on a run or not. Musel now with seven points in the ball game. Hastings leading by 21 again. There's a pass down low to Spicer. His shot is up and in. Jason Spicer scores. That's his first field goal. 59 to 40 is the score now. Eight minutes and 47 seconds to play as the fans trying to get back into the ball game. Got a huge crowd on hand today here at the Corn Palace, but Hastings has kept them pretty silent with a big lead. Here's Zach Clemens, fakes the handoff, now puts up a little 12-footer in the lane. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to DWU. Tigers down the far sideline. Tate Martin has got the ball. Martin hesitates, stops out here in three-point territory. Sends it cross-court now to a Vandenberg. Vandenberg drives it into the paint all the way to the baseline. Now goes up with a shot. It's good, and he's fouling the play. Trey Vandenberg scores again for Dakota Wesley. He's now got 17 and one as he goes to the free throw line now as he's fouling the play here by Clemens of Hastings. Zach picks up his fourth personal foul. Clemens is going to check out. Here comes Ferguson back in. Creighton Burr also coming in as Rich Williams will go to the bench. Trey Vandenberg, a 77% foul shooter, goes to the free throw line. He's 0 out of 2 so far today. 59 to 42, he sings with a lead. Vandenberg's free throw is up there good at three-point play. So a three-point play the old-fashioned way, and the Tigers are back to within 16 points. So plenty of time, even it's in 15 seconds to play. Here's Carson Bloom. Comes across the top. That's going to be Ferguson with the ball, not a Musel. And there's a traveling violation on Ferguson, or traveling violation on Musel. As he was being pressured out there. That's going to be a turnover on Hastings. That's their sixth turnover of the contest. Tate Martin is going to come back into the ball game now for the Tigers. 8.06 to play. Hastings College basketball action here today for the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Tigers won the first ball game in the women's contest, 70-67, to a game that went to the wire. There's a shot from the corner by Vandenberg. No good. Rebound. Spicer, his shot. No good, and he's fouling the play. 
Now Jason Spicer getting in the act here. Jason Spicer will go to the free throw line as he is fouling the play. That one goes on Ferguson. That's going to be his fourth. So he sees in some foul trouble now. Clemens with four. Ferguson with four. Drew Callahan with three. Carson Bloom with three. Connor Musel with three. Spicer to the line. His shot is up there. The shot hits the front iron, the back iron, and down through the hole. Jason Spicer. Now he's got three points in the ballgame. 59-44. to 44. Hastings is led by as many as 21 points here in the second half. So Jason Spicer will toe the mark here. He's a sophomore from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Spicer's shot is up there, and the shot is going to be too long. No good. Rebound comes down to Burr. Creighton Burr gives it away now to a Carson Bloom. Bloom gets it to a David Plain. They go to Wesley and still in a man-to-man defense. Clemens drops the ball down low. It's going to be off of the fingertips. Let's see. The officials look at one another. They give the ball to the Tigers. Trying to get the ball down there to Carson Bloom. Who's off of his fingertips out of bounds. Seven turnovers now on Hastings here in the ballgame. Now the Tigers have the ball back here. Seven minutes and 35 seconds to go. Hastings with a 15-point lead. That can evaporate in a hurry here. Tate Martin, especially with these guys. Good three-point shooters. Hastings in a man-to-man. Here's a Tate Martin for three. Shannon's up there. It's going to be no good. Musel grabs the rebound. Gets hit in the chops, but no foul call there. Musel hands the ball away here in backcourt. Now to Carson Bloom as he will bring things up. Carson into the forecourt. Stops. Flips the ball here to David Plain. Hastings going to be in no hurry here. 18 on the shot clock. Creighton Burr with the ball. Now to Clemens. Top of the key. Drives it down the left side of his lane. Powers it to the goal. And Shannon's up there. No good. Spicer with the rebound. Jason Spicer. Gets it away. Here comes Aaron Amadu back into the forecourt. Bloom hits the deck. They go down to the corner to Vandenberg. And shines up there in as he drives it to the goal and scores. Vandenberg's been their only offense here today. He's got 20, 59 to 46. Hastings now leading by 13. Carson Bloom down in the corner. David Plain for three. Shot good. That is a big bucket right there by David Plain. That stops the momentum for the time being. David Plain now with nine points in the ballgame as he knocks down a three from deep in the left corner. They send the ball inside again to Spicer, and the foul is going to be called. Spicer is a big old boy. We got uh, David Plain in there trying to guard him. David's giving away about uh, 75, 100 pounds in there. David Plain is hit with a personal foul. That's going to be his second. So here comes Jason Spicer back to the free throw line. A 16-point ballgame. 62 to 46. Spicer's shot is up there, and the shot is good. Jason Spicer will get one more, 62 47. Hastings led at halftime, 32 to 25, led by as many as 21 here in the second half. Spicer looks up there. Next shot is on the way. That one is good, right down through the hole. The Tigers now within 14 points, 62. The 48, six minutes and some change left here in the second half of play. Here comes Hastings back with the ball. That's Clemens at the top of the key as he holds the ball. Clemens moves to his right on the dribble. Clemens stops, gets the ball back out here to Carson Bloom. Carson holds it, holds it. Now gets it to Creighton Burr. Off to Musel. Musel, five seconds on the shot clock. Now to Carson. Takes it to the free throw line. Pass goes inside. It's going to be mishandled down low and out of bounds. A turnover on Hastings. Carson trying to trick a little pass down there to Clemens, and he couldn't hang on to it. That's eight turnovers on Hastings in the ballgame. 62-48. to 
Tigers are down by 14 points in the ballgame. Five minutes and 52 seconds to play. Billy Gavers, the head man for Hastings, out in front of the Bronco bench, urging his guys on here. So a lot of time. Here comes Dakota Westland with the ball, driving his Vandenberg. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Spicer goes for the rebound. It's brought down, though, by Hastings. Ferguson grabs it here for the Broncos. Ferguson gets it away. Here comes David Plain back with the ball. David out here in the three-point territory. Plain moves it over here on the right side now with the basketball there. It's going to be a Clemens with it. He dribbles out here in the three-point territory and hands the ball away. Carson Bloom with 13 seconds on the shot clock. Musel for a deep three. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Hastings crashes the boards. They can't get there. Spicer has got the rebound for Dakota Wesleyan. Down the far sideline out of Tate Martin. Brings it back to the center of the floor. Comes to the near side. Hands it away. Driving for the goal. A big collision and a foul is going to be called. A blocking foul on Hastings. Driving for the goal there was a Waller for a Dakota Wesleyan. And a foul is going to be called here at Hastings. That's Carson Bloom. That's going to be the fourth foul now on Carson Bloom. So Bloom now with four. He's got 21 points in the ballgame. Now what's Billy do here? Five minutes and four seconds to play. Brady Waller goes to the free throw line. He's a 57% foul shooter in the season. He's 0 of 2 so far today. Now he's 0 of 3. All right, Carson's going to sit for a while. Here comes Rich Williams back into the ballgame. Let's go to Wesleyan only eight out of 18 on free throws today. Next shot is up there by Waller. That one is good. So he hits one out of two from the free throw line. 62 to 49. This is as close as the Tigers have been for a while. We're at the five-minute mark of this ball game now. Rich Williams comes into the offensive zone. Throws it over here to Clemens, who hands the ball away to a David Plain. Dakota Wesleyan still in the man-to-man defense. David Plain behind Clemens. David still drilling with the ball in 12 seconds on the shot clock. Musel has got it now. Musel steps into the free throw line. The ball's going to be poked away, and it's picked up by DWU. Another turnover. Here's Tate Martin down the lane. His shot is up there. No good. And David Plain's going to be hit with a personal foul. Plain gets his third personal foul. Team foul number 10 now in Hastings. So now Tate Martin will go to the free throw line here for the Tigers. Martin has got nine points in the ballgame. Four out of six from the free throw line. His shot is up there, and the shot no good. Tell you what, the Tigers make some free throws here. This might be a different story. 62 to 49 is the score. Next shot is up there, and the shot is going to be in and out. No good, so he misses a pair, and the rebound comes down to Ferguson. Ferguson gives it away now to Connor Musel with David Plain. Four and a half minutes to play in the ball game, and now Billy wants to call a timeout. Timeout, Hastings, four minutes and 28 seconds to play. In the ball game, we'll take a break with a score at Hastings 62 and Dakota Wesleyan 49. What's so grand about the Grand Italian Buffet at your Hastings Valentino's? Start with your favorite pizza pies, salads with all the fixings, pastas from spaghetti to lasagna, and sauces to make the variations practically endless. The breadsticks and Valentino's desserts, and now roasted chicken too. It's the Valentino's Grand Italian Buffet at your Hastings Valentino's. Open weekdays 11 till 2 and from 5 till 8.30. Open till 9 Fridays and open all day on weekends with a Sunday brunch from 10 till 2. What are you waiting for? 1230 KHAS. Bronco basketball for you here today on 1230 KHAS. This week we got boys sub-district basketball tournament action for you. Plus we'll have the opening round of the GPAC tournament on Wednesday. We'll let you know uh, what direction we're going to be going on Wednesday. 
One thing I don't like about the uh, GPAC tournament, we cover the men's and women's basketball programs all season long. They get to the postseason and they play the games on the same days. Several years ago, they played the women's games on Tuesday and the guys would go to Wednesday. Now they play the games on the same days. And in this instance here, Hastings will be playing at probably two different sites. Hastings College women are already returning back up here to uh, Dakota Wesleyan on Wednesday. They'll play a 6 o'clock ball game on a Wednesday night. And we'll wait for uh, the official pairings to come out right after this uh, ball game, I assume, when all the games are in. Looks like Hastings men could be headed back to uh, Midland to play on the Wednesday. But we'll let you know about that. Here's a David playing his shot from just inside the ring. is going to be no good. Rebound comes down here to uh, Dakota Wesleyan. The Tigers are down by 13. Here they come. Vandenberg goes to the far side. A shot up there for three. Good. Kobe Johnson throwing up the three-pointer. That's a 10-point ball game now. Now the fans are back into the ball game, 62-52 to 52 with four minutes to play. Here's Musel for three. Shot good. Wow, that was a drainer right there. Connor Musel throws up a three from the top of the key. Hastings back out on top by 13. Here's a shot taken by Tate Martin. It's up and in as he drives into the basket. Martin now with 11 points in the ball game. We're down to three minutes and 40 seconds to play. Hastings out on top of Dakota Wesley in the 15th ranked team in the country at 65 to 54. Musel with the ball. Free throw line extended right side down to Rich Williams. Williams down to Clemens, top of the key. Zach losing on the dribble to the left side down on the baseline. Powers his way to the goal. And shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Vandenberg. Vandenberg, far side line on Tate Martin. Here come the Tigers. Tate Martin fires up a three-pointer. Shot is up there. It's around the rim and down. Tate Martin with a three-pointer. And the Tigers have pulled within eight points. Hastings at a 22-point lead in this second half. And now it's down to eight points, 65-57, to 57, just by the three-minute mark. Here's Clemens with the ball now for Hastings on the offensive end. Clemens looking. Remember, uh, Carson Bloom is on the bench right now with four personal fouls. Connor Musel, he throws up a 17-footer. The shot's to be short. No good. Rebound comes down to Tate Martin. Running back the other way. He runs into a plane, and a foul will be called. David Plane picks up his fourth personal foul now for Hastings. Tate Martin is going to go to the free throw line. You knew this run was going to come sooner or later. This team is too good. It's 65-57. to 57. Hastings with an eight-point lead. Tate Martin is going to go to the free-throw line for Dakota Wesleyan. Martin is four out of eight for the line today. Hastings with ten team fouls, so this will be a two-shot foul. First one is good. Here comes Carson Bloom back into the ball game now for Hastings. Williams will go out. Now Carson comes in. He's got tying sneaker up here. Holds up play here. Two minutes and 44 seconds to play. Hastings now leading. Bottom score of 65 to 58. Tate Martin waits. His shot is up there, and the shot is going to be no good. Battle for the rebound. Offensively, the Tigers have the ball. A big offensive rebound after the missed shot from Tate Martin. Martin gets the ball back. Nice dish down low to Spicer. Shot good, and he's fouled. An offensive rebound after a missed free throw. Spicer gets the field goal, and he's fouling the play. Two thirty-five to play. Now Billy wants to call a timeout, and the place is rocking. Two thirty-five to play in the ball game. We'll take a break with the score. Hastings sixty-five, Dakota Wesleyan sixty. 
snow emergency sale. Gary Michaels has an urgent situation. There's snow on the ground and new spring clothing arriving daily. Help Gary Michaels make room. All winter merchandise now up to 80% off. Sport coats as low as $99. Suits $195. Men's and ladies clothing, final clearance starting at $9.99. Brighton jewelry and accessory markdowns half off. Don't delay. Shop now at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and in Kearney on the Bricks. 1230 KHAS. We'll go to Wesley and beat the Hastings College women's basketball team earlier today, 70 to 67. Now the men, the Dakota Wesleyan men have come from 21 points down here in the second half. And they're within five points. It's 65 to 60. So uh, Spicer will go to the free throw line. After making the shot. So Hastings had a 21-point lead here in the second half at 52-31 to 31 with about 15 minutes to play in the ballgame. Now it's down to five points and 65-60 to 60 with 235 to play in the game. Spicer into the free throw line, trying to tack out one more after making the basket. His shot is up there, and Spicer's free throw is going to be good. 65 to 61 with 235 to play in the ball game. Here comes Hastings back to the ball. Fans are back into the ball game, obviously. Here's a Carson Bloom spinning in the lane. Carson to be called to the steps. Carson trying to make something happen there. He's called for the traveling violation. That's 10 turnovers on Hastings. 65 to 61. Here come the Tigers now with two minutes and 26 seconds to play in this ball game. Tate Martin has got it. Tate Martin takes off, drives it to the goal. It's not to be blocked down, but a foul is going to be called on the way in. And Tate Martin will now go to the free throw line and shoot two. Dakota Wesley's got only 17 fouls up there, so any foul on the Tigers will be a one and one. Hastings is over the 10 foul limit. David Plain has just fouled out in the ball game for Hastings. Plain leads with two minutes and 19 seconds to play in this one. He leads with nine points. Into the ball game will be Rich Williams. Going to the free throw line for Dakota Westland is going to be Tate Martin. Martin, five out of ten on free throws today. 79% for the season. His shot is up there. His shot, no good. He'll get one more. It's a 65 to 61 ball game. Dakota Westland trying to come back here. The next shot is up there, and that one is going to be good. 65 to 62 is the score now with two minutes and 18 seconds to play. Clock can't tick away fast enough here. Here's Carson Bloom with the ball. And Carson is going to be found in the lane. They got him the ball in the paint there, and he's found in the play. Now Carson will go to the free throw line for Hastings. Carson is six out of eight for the line today. Waller picks up the personal foul for Dakota Wesley, and that's going to be his first. So Carson Bloom to the free throw line for Hastings. His shot is up there, and his shot's off on the left side. No good. Down for the rebound. Callahan grabs the ball. An offensive board there for Hastings. Drew Callahan gets the ball now with two minutes to play. Hastings with a three-point lead, 65-62. to 62. Bounce pass goes to Drew. Gets it back out here. Carson Bloom now to Ferguson in the lane. Ferguson puts it up there. His shot's going to be good. They wanted a traveling call. They didn't get it. 
Kendall Ferguson now with nine points in the ballgame. He seems with a five-point lead. 67-62 with a minute and 43 seconds to play. Martin drives the baseline. Bounce pass comes out on top to Vandenberg. Vandenberg trying to drive it against Musel. Gives it up now to Tate Martin. As he directs a little traffic here. Martin has got the ball. Good three-point shooter. Fires up a three over Williams. A shot no good. Rebound comes down to Musel. Fouls will be called on Vandenberg. Vandenberg picks up his second personal foul. That's going to be team foul number eight. Called on Dakota Wesley and down in the ballgame. Team foul number nine. We're going to walk to the other end of the floor now. This will be a one-and-one situation for Hastings. 126 to play. 67-62. Hastings looking for a season sweep of Dakota Wesley in here. They have a win earlier this year, 83-82 in that ballgame played at Lynn Farrell Arena. Connor Musel's free throw is up there in the end. Musel now two out of three from the free throw line. He's got 11 points. Carson leading the way for us so far this afternoon. He's got 21. 68-62. This will make it a three-possession ball game. Connor Musel toes the mark. His shot is up there. It's off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down to Dakota Wesleyan. So it's 68-62. Hastings with a lead. Here's Tate Martin with the ball. Nearly lost it. Martin picks her back up. Martin down to a Vandenberg. Vandenberg back outside to a Johnson. Sends it over to Tate Martin. He drives the ball down in the baseline. Pass down in the corner. Back outside to Vandenberg for three. Shot good. <laughs> Vandenberg nails a tray and it's 68 to 65. Timeout. He seems a minute and four seconds to play. Vandenberg hits a, a three-pointer there for Dakota Wesleyan. And we've got a timeout. Don't go away. 64 seconds to go. Hastings 68, Dakota Wesleyan 65. What would the world look like if it was filled with Hastings College alumni in every field of endeavor? Frankly, that's a trick question because there are Hastings College alumni filling important positions from Ireland to China, Omaha to Kazakhstan. Many are still in touch. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni, Friends, and Giving link. Twelve thirty KHAS. Hastings College basketball coming your way tonight on twelve thirty KHAS. Again, there's a high school series of high school games coming up after this one. Players are already surrounding the floor here. Fans are waiting to get in. This is gonna be a madhouse. 68 to 65 was the score. Hastings out on top by three points. Broncos had a 21-point lead at the 15-minute mark in this ball game, and the Tigers have come storming back. They go to Wesley now hitting 39% from the field. Hastings 42%. Tigers have knocked down seven of 25 threes. Hastings seven of 17. Hastings with the ball. The Broncos need a bucket here. Bad. Here's a Carson Bloom with the ball. Now to Drew Callahan. Carson fell down. He gets back up. He gets the ball back right side of the circle. Carson gets it over here to a Drew Callahan. The counter Musel. Out here in three-point territory. Bounce pass inside to Ferguson. Powers his way to the goal, and the foul is going to be called. A foul is going to be called here on Kobe Johnson of Dakota Wesleyan. That's going to be his first personal foul. Team foul number 10. So now Hastings in a double bonus situation down the stretch here. 43 seconds to play. 
I don't know if that's good or bad. Hastings is the worst free throw shooting team in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Kendall Ferguson in the free throw line, 67% for the season. Ferguson puts it up there, and the shot is off of the left side. No good. You could tell that as soon as he released the ball. It was going to be off of the left side. 68-65. Hastings up by three points with 43.9 seconds to play. Ferguson's next shot is on the way. That one is going to be good. So he has one out of two from the free throw line. He sings with a four-point lead, 69-65. Martin grabs the ball now in backcourt, brings it up for it to go to Wesleyan. Brings it back to the center of the floor. Stops there against Rich Williams. He gets the ball back. Martin out here, 34 seconds to play, and now we've got a foul called. He came up with a center screen. The personal foul is going to be called here on Rich Williams. Williams picks up his first personal. Tate Martin will go to the free throw line for two. Six out of 12 for the free throw line here tonight. So it's 69 to 65. Sean is up there, and the shot is good. Dakota Wesleyan is the second best free throw shooting team in the conference, so if it comes down to free throws, we could be in trouble. And now the Tigers want to call a timeout. 33 seconds to play in this basketball game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 69, Wesleyan 66. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Cars, trucks, and vans. Selection, savings, and service at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Kirshner's is also the home of ANA Auto Rental. Affordable and accommodating. And if you need new tires, call Joel for the best prices. And call Bob. He's ASE certified for your mechanical needs. Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street Hastings. Open Monday through Saturday mornings at 730 and at com. 1230 KHAS. Some scores in men's competition in the conference. Midland has beaten Morningside today in Sioux City, 62-56. Dort winners over Greece University, 86-60. It was uh, Northwestern over Doan, 96-83. And Nebraska Wesleyan beat Mount Marty today, 91-77. Two games still going on. Concordia playing at Briarcliff and Hastings here against Dakota Wesley. 33 seconds to play. In the second half, 69-66 is the score. Hastings with a three-point lead. Tate Martin in the free throw line. Martin's free throw is up there. Good. 69-67 now with 32 seconds to play. And they're going to foul right off the bat here. They're going to send Rich Williams to the free throw line. So it's going to turn into a free throw shooting contest in our final uh, 30 seconds. Rich Williams goes to the free throw line. The foul goes on Martin. That's going to be his second. So the Broncos are going to have to knock down some free throws here down the stretch if they want to pull off this upset. Williams' free throw is up there. Good. That's the first free throw of the day for Rich Williams. Rich has now got four points in the ball game. Hastings out on top by three, 70 to 67. Rich Williams again toes the mark. Second one is up there. The shot good. Big pressure free throws there by Rich Williams, and Hastings with a four-point lead. 30 seconds to play. Martin takes off, drives into the hole, a shot no good. Bound for the rebound, it's loose. It comes to the corner, it's picked up by Dakota Wesley, and throw out on top, it's intercepted. Intercepted by Ferguson down to Musel. He drives, shoots, and scores. Connor Musel scores. 73-67, Hastings with the lead. Driving back the other way as Johnson is. Uh, shot's going to be blocked down, it goes out of bounds. 
That's going to be uh, Dakota Westland playing things in, or is it? No, now the other official coming in here. They say Hastings will get the ball. Coming into the ball game now. Well, let's see. Hastings will play things in here in backcourt. 13.9 seconds to play, 73-67. And all of a sudden, Connor Musel ends up on the ground here. He's fouling a play as he took his shot here and trying to get the ball inbounded. Foul goes on at Tate Martin. That's going to be his third. So he sings his out on top. The Broncos hitting some free throws down the stretch here. Connor Musel will go to the line. Williams has already hit two free throws here in the final 30 seconds of this ball game. Now Musel, his shot is up there. He misses that one. Muse now two out of five on free throws. Here comes Callahan back into the ball game now. 73-67. Hastings leading by six. This will be a big free throws here. That will be a three-possession ball game with 13.9 to play. Sean is up there. Musel hits it. Connor Musel hits the free throw, and Hastings is out on top by seven. 74 to 67. Here's Tate Martin for three. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Battle for the rebound brought down by Ferguson, and that's going to be the ball game. Hastings College is going to upset the 15th-ranked team in the country in their final regular season game of the year. Hastings comes to Mitchell, South Dakota, and beats Dakota Wesleyan today by a score of 74-67. to So Hastings will have a record of 18 wins and 11 losses entering the GPAC tournament next week. They finish 11-9 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dakota Wesleyan loses just their ninth game of the year, 21-9 for the Tigers. They finish 13-7 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Big win for Hastings. They beat the 15th-ranked team in the country, Dakota Wesleyan, this afternoon, 74-67. Back with the final numbers after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Working with Melanin is like being with family. You know everyone that you work with. Um, you know a little bit about them, you know about their family. It's just a natural thing. That's the strength of Morrison Cancer Center and Mary Lanning Hospital, the diversity. Because you're pulling talents from different parts of the world. We have the best doctors and nurses around, so I think that patient can have the best treatment near home. We're all interested in different things, but we complement one another. I think we make a great combination because we speak to different strengths. Cancer patients are amazing. It's very important to be there for them in these tough, tough times as their friend, as well as their doctor. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. So Hastings Challenge wins it here over Dakota Wesleyan. Final score of 74 to 67 in this one. Hastings ended up shooting 
26 out of 60 from the field tonight, 43%. Facing 7 out of 17 and three-pointers for 41%. And the Broncos were 15 out of 26 with a free-throw line, 57%. Dakota Wesleyan, 23 out of 62 from the field tonight, 37%. They were uh, 7 out of 26 and three-pointers for 26%. They were 14 out of 28 on free throws tonight for 50%. Hastings out-rebounding Dakota Wesleyan, 44-38. Hastings had 37 defensive rebounds, 7 on offense. Dakota Wesleyan had 32 defensive rebounds and 6 on offense. Hastings had 4 block shots and 1 steal. Dakota Wesleyan had 2 block shots and 6 steals. Leading the way for Hastings, Carson Bloom. He ties his season high, 21 points. In the ball game here tonight for uh, Carson Bloom. Carson uh, from the field tonight, 6 out of 11. And he was 3 out of 4 from 3-point territory. And he pulls down 8 rebounds in the ball game. So Carson Bloom played his fanny off here tonight. 21 points for Carson. 14 for Connor Musel. 10 points for Kendall Ferguson. The other scorers for Hastings, David Plain had 9. Zach Clemens had 8 points. Then you had... Uh, Five points for Rich Williams tonight, four for Creighton Burr, and three for Drew Callahan. Dakota Wesleyan, they got 23 from Trey Vandenberg tonight. Vandenberg was 10 out of 15 for the field, two out of five on three-pointers, and one out of three for the free-throw line. He scores 23, 18 for Tate Martin, eight points for Jason Spicer, seven for Trey Berg. He seems to a great job on him. Five points for Jade Miller. Two points for Kellen Barton and one point for Brady Waller. Hastings 18 and 11 on the season, 11 and 9 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They'll play in the GPAC tournament coming up on Wednesday. Dakota Wesleyan 21 and 9 now in the season, 13 and 7 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming up, we've got our players of the game and the coaches post game show. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. This game has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. Stay tuned. The Bronco Post Game Show is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. This is the player of the game brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Follow the Broncos all season long in the Hastings Tribune. To subscribe, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. So we're back at the Corn Palace. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Again, in the women's ball game, 70-67. to 67, Dakota Wesleyan beating Hastings. Tika Thompson, 20 points in the ball game today for Hastings. Abby Jackson had 17. Chelsea Morton had 11 points for the Broncos in a losing cause here today. For the Hastings College men's basketball team, Carson Bloom with 21 
in the ball game here today. 14 from Connor Musel and 10 points for Kendall Ferguson. We'll come back and name our players of the game right after this. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all of the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com. You will see some you like. To see those that run daily in the Hastings Tribune, call 462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Our players of the game today for Hastings College, Abby Jackson. She got a brand-new season high today, 17 points in the ball game, And that's her first one, 6 out of 12 from the field today, 3 out of 6 from three-point territory. She was 2 out of 2 from the free-throw line. She scored 10 points alone in the uh, third quarter today for Hastings. Picked up five rebounds, one offensive, and one four defensive rebounds. Scores is 17 points, had one assist and three steals. She played the entire game today. For Gina Johansson in a losing effort as Hastings loses to Dakota Wesleyan by a score of 70-67. to For the Hastings College men, Carson Bloom played his fanny off today. 21 points in the ballgame today for Carson. 6 out of 11 from the field. 3 out of 4 from 3-point territory. 6 out of 9 from the free throw line. Comes up with 8 rebounds and 4 assists today as Hastings upsets Dakota Wesleyan. Final score of 74-67. to Abby Jackson and also Carson Bloom are players of the game today for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. You've been listening to the player of the game brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. To subscribe, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Our post-game coverage continues with the Coach's Post-Game Show. Now it's back to the court with the voice of the Broncos, Mike Will. I'm back here at the uh, Corn Palace in Mitchell here today as Hastings picks up the win over Dakota Wesleyan. Final score of 74-67 as head coach Bill Gabers joins us on a post-game show. And coach, neither one of us needed overtime today. Yeah, no, I know. It's uh... (laughs) a... You know, our guys did a really good job. We came out of the locker room early in the game with good energy, good execution of things that we wanted to do. You know, on offense, we spread the floor. Clemens got going, drove the ball against their bigs. He's a tough matchup because he can put it on the floor and he can finish at the rim. Uh, and I Kendall did some good things. And we just played really, really well defensively. I mean, holding them to 25 points and a half, you know, they're scoring close to 90 points a game is a great feat. And then the start of the second half, first four minutes, we were really, really good. Uh, you know, then, and they, you know, they're going to make a push. Uh, they're at home. They're a good team. They made a serious push, cut it to two, and Rich Williams hit two gigantic free throws uh, in the clutch. Those were huge. Then we were able to get a stop, and we were, Kendall got a great chase on a rebound that was kind of just up in the air. Muse leaked out, got a layup, and that was ball game. So our guys made big plays in tough spots. 
really proud of their finish. What happened uh, during the run? How'd they get back in the ballgame? You know, Martin's a really tough guard, and I thought, you know, David was really good keeping him in front, keeping him out of the paint, and he just, he hits, the guys hit some shots. I mean, 24, hadn't shot all game. He buries a three. Uh, Martin hit a three, but I think for the most part, I'm looking at Martin's stats, four for 18, two of 11 from the arc. So David harassing him and containing him as well, I thought was a huge thing. That matchup was big. Um, but, you know, that kid just gets their offense going. Their bigs made some plays. Uh, they got a second shot on a free throw rebound, you know, that and a kick out. A lot of times three-point rhythm shots come from offensive rebounds and kickouts. So that hurt us a little bit, but we were able to regroup. We were able to stay mentally tough, stay together, and finish the game. Excellent uh, defensive effort on Trey Bird. We talked about him during the pregame show. He, he gets seven points in the ballgame today. Yeah, Carr started on him, did a good job. Everybody was aware of him. We did a nice job not letting them run, run what we call their pet sets. They got three or four things that they like to run in crunch time, and our guys executed the switch outs, uh, the communication necessary to not let them get clean looks, and that's a big thing because – as you all know, Mike, you've called enough GPAC games. Many of them come down to the last three minutes, and you got to execute the details. Talk about Carson. I, I thought he played standing out tonight. Real proud of Carson. Um, he does it every night. You know, he does it every day in practice. He's an, an extraordinary leader. And you just don't meet people like that very often that make people around him better. Um, you're happy to see him every day. We talked beforehand that uh, four years that he's played, his teams have never come in here and win, and and we wanted to get him and the rest of the seniors a victory in the Corn Palace and certainly show a lot of guts and starts with his leadership every day. So he sings ends up shooting a 43% for the ball game and 41% from three-point territory. Offensively, I thought we were very good today. We were pretty aggressive, too. That kind of reminds me of back to Dort when we were chasing balls. Now we came up with them today. Yeah, you know, we've done a good job in our what we call five out of moving the ball. First time you touch it, move it, and then do your own thing. You know, first half we shot 35. All of us would like to shoot better. But when fatigue hit, second half we're 52%. I thought we got quality shots when it was tight. We got the ball inside to Kendall late in the game. He scored. Carson got some stuff inside. We didn't panic down the stretch when it got really tight. We still got quality shots. We still need to knock down some free throws. Richie made his two. Uh, so our guys, I thought, kept their poise really well and executed the things we needed to. Well, wait, tell the guys you got a 21-point lead, and all of a sudden it's evaporated. You call a couple of timeouts there. What do you tell the guys? Well, basically to finish with confidence. You know, we've been busting our tail for 35 minutes. Uh, keep doing, keep staying aggressive, but be smart. You know, you want to get good shots. You want to make sure you don't take bad shots, but we can't lose our aggressiveness and our confidence. And I felt for a little bit there, maybe we did, uh, but we regrouped and finished the game strong. On to the GPAC tournament now next week. We're waiting for the uh, I guess the pairings to come out, but it looks like maybe uh, heading up to Midland again next week. Yeah, I think we'll be at Midland, uh, which is fine. You know, our guys our guys have been locked in here the last two games. Those are quality wins. Midland and Dak West are very good teams. You know, Dak West is ranked 15th in the country or, or something like that, and we're able to knock them off twice. Uh, our guys will be locked in. They'll be ready to go against Midland. Midland's a very good basketball team, obviously good bigs. Uh, the Jones kid, uh, very good guard. Uh, but our kids will be prepared. We'll have a couple great days of preparation, and we'll be ready to go. We felt like this game was huge because we got to prove we can go on the road and beat a good team if we're going to go through the conference tournament and make a run. And so you get a little bit of momentum, a little bit of confidence winning in a tough place. Okay, we'll see you Wednesday. All right, thanks, Mike. Yep. Don't Gaber is the head coach for Hastings College. Again, the Broncos uh, 
winning it here today over Dakota Wesleyan, winning by the score of 74 to 67. So again, uh, it appears that he sings a play on Wednesday at Midland. We'll let you know about the broadcast plans here early in the week. But he sings college uh, women's basketball team. They'll turn right back around and come back up here and uh, play on Wednesday against Dakota Wesleyan in the first round at 6 o'clock on Wednesday. And we'll wait for the pairings, but it looks like Hastings will play at Midland on the men's side of things on uh, Wednesday evening as well. So we'll get out of here probably not a moment too soon as uh, Hastings College losing their first game here to uh, Dakota Wesleyan in the women's ball game, 70-67. to Hastings College men picking up a win in the finale, 74-67. to For my producer and engineer, Bailey Crow, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Mitchell, South Dakota. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Catch the excitement of Hastings College basketball home and away all season long on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Hastings College basketball is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.